Okay. I'm not passionate about this. this no, not... and that's no, no and that's there's a... you, you start enjoying trolling. That's the passion she's talking about. Oh, okay. And then like you, and then he gets triggered really easily. And then, you're and then trolling. you're trolling. He's triggered, and you're going back and forth like Jekyll and Hyde. And then it's like and then... you're not gonna back down because you see that you're triggering him. He's getting amped up and starting getting. He and starts getting sweaty. Like the then Brent comes in, and it becomes a whole show. That's what that's what they love. So I can't trust. I can't <laughs> trust you. That it's gonna be fine because it's not gonna be fine. No, we'll see how it pans out. No, you I look knew. at Dunnett here from hmm? now as well. I did because I knew. When I saw yesterday, was it 3 0 to Brighton? Yeah. <laughs> I thought, well, damn. Well, damn. But well, you know what's mad? I think because I thought, oh, Yusuf's not in, so that'd be fine. But Yusuf's on the way. Damn. He's about to react to this. Most people got him in that one. Get back. Oh, yeah. Spray that one can use on one's natural hair and it holds if you do a sewing. Really? Yeah, because I meant it's really good and it's like it can it can what, withstand or like it's dual for it's just silky. Okay. And then it's really good. It's about £25. Pounds. I'm going to try it. Yeah, give it a bit and let me know. Mm. Y'all ready? Yes, please. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I was reading. Oh. <laughs> Good morning, my darlings. Um, welcome. No, no. Happy Monday, the fifteenth of May. Welcome to TDA, the day after your favorite news platform and the home. Was everyone laughing? Oh, and the home of popular culture as defined by the culture. And you guys know, as always, you have amazing lit hosts, and we're just gonna go ahead and introduce ourselves. Um, it's your boy Big Moss on the east side of the bridge. Good morning, people. All right. Hello, hi. It's your girl, just Jean. Baddest in the scene. <laughs> <laughs> For all the lit queens. You know how I mean? You okay? You Bars. Bars. Come word on. For word. I'm gonna, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to switch it up now. Every time I, I come, sick. I'm going to give you guys a different flow. Keep them on the toes. I love you. Don't confuse your enemies. Baddest in the scene is cold. Though. Baddest come in the scene on. is sick. <laughs> Brent, like, I love me, that. You didn't give me a I love that. I absolutely love that. Okay, it's my turn. What are you doing? What are we doing? Brent is really switching up. It's, so the, it's, camp, it's the cap. You know, every time it goes to an empty seat, it throws me off. I find it so funny. Yeah, but then I thought he was going to go back to the setting. You know what I mean? Mm. It's your favourite Shea Queen, my own royalty. Mm. 
Are you, <laughs> are you a sicko? What did he say? Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's like, you, made, you did all of that and, and that's it. Don't start with me, you're caramel top. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're annoying because you literally said it suited him a minute I ago. I did. But he didn't come up with a compliment, so I that's fine. I'm going to use that against you. Just watch. And they call me E-Man, the pro-black activist, TDA producer, news analyst, Melanin Jam Packed. That is right. How is everybody this lovely Monday morning? Great, thanks. Tired. Definitely tired. Mm. Is it me or you? No, I'm tired too. Oh, I thought you was shading me. No. <laughs> okay, we all, okay, everyone breathe. The energy in the room is a bit weird this morning. Everyone's on the, like everyone's just on edge. Why? I walked to Jericho. Sorry. Oh, did you? This morning? Yeah. How many no. steps are you in? By? No, but basically it kind of went wrong. What, sorry? Walk to Jericho. The girls that get it, get it. Yeah, what? the girls are dope. No, what dope. are you saying? I walked to Jericho. You walked to Jericho. Jericho. To Jericho. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. You said all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I love. I love. It. I actually love you. Listen. No, literally. <laughs> well, I kind of had a yeah. mare. I got locked out of the gym for like 20 minutes. What? I oh, know, it was so... What do you mean you got locked out? Because basically, I've got an off-peak membership here. Because okay. obviously, I go, oh, I go yeah. at stupid hours. Yeah. So it was cheaper. I thought, oh, this makes sense. So when I got there, it was fine, yeah. I got in and I started working out. And then you know you get that stupid noise that your headphones are about to die. Oh, yes. Dun, 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 whatever. Really? On, my, on my headset. So I yeah. thought, oh, let me go to my car and get my AirPods. <laughs> and then... But obviously, I hadn't, it hadn't hit the it hadn't hit the peak time yet. So, so your mind, that's because you're getting yeah. I left all my stuff, my phone, everything. I went to my car. My car was literally right outside the gym. I you left your phone, everything on the machine because I'm literally just running to get. But m- next time, do you know you take risks? I do. I'm you not stress me out. I'll be honest, I know. Stress I left my phone. My Please? everything was there. Right. Please. My headset. Your water bottle. And then I was like, oh, let me just quickly go to my car and come back. Yeah. Did I get back in the gym? That's so. Awesome. I was stood there and I was just like, this is so embarrassing. Yeah, it is embarrassing. Like just standing there waiting, and there was no staff on. on oh wow! So because it's before six a.m. So how how how? I waited this? there for like twenty minutes, and then there's like an emergency number. I couldn't even call, but there's like a button, and what the guy was left your phone? the guy was being so lazy, like he didn't want to um let me in, and I was like just my let, stuff is up there. I was like just let me inside. Like I said, my stuff's inside. I said otherwise I, I would have just went home. Morning, you know? I would have went home. I'm just standing there like a lemon. Well, your car keys upstairs as well. No, they were my hands. But the reason why I didn't want to go into my car is because I didn't because it was like, oh, staff are gonna come at six. So I didn't want to miss oh, them. Yeah. So I waited around, but no one came. And then when you're late for your shift now, there's a report down because you were stuck outside. No, now but someone, it, Paul Sod is in trouble now. So he finally actually let me in though. But I was like 20 minutes later, you know, when all the vim was gone. I yeah, just yeah, yeah. Now I'm just walking. I'm going home, man. Yeah. How how many steps have you done so far? Like six something. Do you know how poor that is for me mm. at this time? I did 30 minutes on the stairmaster though. I saw your thing. I got and I'm very, very proud. And I I'm actually so inspired proud. by that. I'm inspired by that. I'm going to get back on the Stairmaster. Yeah, do you it. Inspire me. I'm going to get back on the Stairmaster. You should. You said 30 minutes ago, you were definitely, I could see, I said, I was tired on your Oh, behalf. I was that, yeah, yeah, yeah. It and I said, fun. oh, honey, but I'm going to start. So what number did you start? How many minutes did you start off with? Most you said you're like increasing it. So, so 10, 10, 12, 14. I'm not going to lie, I jumped from 20 to 30 though, but. You just don't crack, but okay. No, but it's because remember, I've got two weeks left now, so last oh, yes, two weeks yes, is crunch yes. time. Oh, so yeah, 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 you can't play. No, but I did start on 10 and then just increased it by two minutes until I got to like. And to be fair, when I did 20 yesterday, mm-hmm. I knew I could have I done 30 because when I got to 20, I was like, oh, this is like. And you're doing it every day? 
I think, do you know what I realised? It depends it, it depends on how you feel. Yeah. Because one day I can go and it's easy and then another day I can go and it's hard. That's the thing, it, yeah. It literally just, just depends on like how you're feeling. I, yeah, I have moments for that as well. Like sometimes even like with the road, I haven't rode in ages though. But sometimes I'll be on there like I'm just rowing like I'm trying to make it across to come from Rwanda to UK or something. Do you get what I mean? But then some days I'm just like, please, I don't have it in me. Yeah. You just listen to your body. So yeah, but I love that for you. Thanks. Marks, I've seen you, you, you're back in the gym. Getting in the gym. Trying to think. Still. How's it going? It was going mm. well. Mm. Last week was not going. Not going. Why? Busy. Yeah, I just um, just everything just happened and I couldn't make it. Okay. So you're back this week. That's what I'm hearing. He said, "Well, go on." Huh? You're back this week. I need uh, confidence, though. Yeah, like you just and it's Monday. Put that it means in. A... That means I should go today. Literally. Yeah. But I gotta go filthy. I'm not sure what time. And then today's one of them, one of them long days. I don't know if I can get it in. You know what? Even if it's just thirty minutes. Got, huh? Even if it's just thirty minutes. Do you think? Yeah, I always say that to myself. And then when I get there, I end up doing longer than thirty minutes. But thirty minutes is better than no minutes anyway. If I if yeah. I end up doing actual thirty minutes, that's thirty minutes of intense, and that's better than if I didn't go at all. Yeah. Yeah, just to um. Make sure like the routine not breaking that. Yeah, let's go. I should try and just run in there at some point today. Maybe if we can um keep track of time. You know what Gina? You, you know what Gina and I are on? <laughs> on. You know what we're on. So that that ain't a problem. It's all, it's all you, King. Yeah. Killy. It's all you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I should actually. Yeah, you know what? Because I'm in the wrong frame of mind. I probably need to go in there today, innit? Yeah, I think you should go. Because yeah. what that's gonna happen is because last week was bad. Mm-hmm. You didn't get to go. Mm-hmm. And the way you're talking now, you're gonna have another week like that. <laughs> That's why I'm this getting. That's what. That's why I'm like, no, you need. And to, that's actually what happens. And then yeah, before you know it now, you need you're to in a funk. It's a month. Another, Literally, it? it's yep. gonna be a month because it's just. So just get in there today. And this once you get in there today, you'll be like, you know, it went that bad. Even if it's thirty minutes, and then you'll pick up the routine and go from there. All right, let's do it. That's right. Love that for us. Listen, absolutely. Yeah. Emmanuel. Fit team. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> you're not in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? How, how's it going? <laughs> Yeah, I can't complain. Can't complain. Yeah, yeah. Love that for you, Brent. No, oh, is that why he's in? The- oh, is that why you're moving? Go <laughs> over yourself, he's man. You, man. <laughs> I wondered why your energy was a bit. Mm. What about you? <laughs> How's great. gym life? I'm good. Are you still going? Yeah. I still can't get over what you told me the other day, you know. Do you know Beverly messaged me was like, who was Brent talking Serious? about? Yeah. Did you tell her? Yeah, but she said she thought that. She she said, I thought that. But she thought, no, I can't be. I said the same thing that we all thought. Literally. I was randomly laughing at that as well, you know. Huh? Over there. Oh, you thought about it? Yeah, I was thinking, who is it? But yeah. <clears throat> randomly laughing about it, yeah? Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I remember, obviously, um, that day when yeah. you like, were talking about it, I wasn't hearing it. Ah, okay. So so yeah, I was just laughing, yeah. But anyway. Power. 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 What are we watching? This is a big rich That's what the segment sound. is, right? Dun, dun, what are we watching? Dun, dun. What? That's just... what the segment is called. What are we watching? Yeah. 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 Oh. What? Sorry? Do you want to get back in the sun? I just came from the poorest part. Dun, dun. Bright lights, city lights. I got to make it. This is where it goes down. Dun, 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 dun. I just come from the poorest part. Dun, dun, dun. Legal or illegal, baby. I gotta make it. I never it. took a straight path nowhere. Okay. Last minute. <laughs> <laughs> Box of food since I live. Come on. Dun, 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 dun. Pick it up. Right. 
That's not the Trey Song version. No one listens. No, who listens to Trey Song? Was like one episode. We're talking about Joe complaints. Joe Thomas, the original. Do you remember Trey Song's one was actually one episode? People are so no, because everyone was just like no. One episode, you know. That was the stupidest thing. It was the stupidest thing you could ever done. Like, what made you think? Trigger. Get him off. I I actually think that's one of the best theme theme songs for. It is. I actually listen to it. I never skip it ever. I actually listen. I don't got time. No, I don't skip. No, I need to vibe getting my 50 cent bag but pa- you know what 50 cent can i just give you the biggest do you know what you're amazing give the horns, Brent. because and the writers no like everybody because i didn't think where's the horns i, I don't know if it is that it deserves horns to be no okay hear me really? out, hear me out. It's very scatty no it is scatty yeah but do you know why i like it because now i can't wait to see the next season i can't wait mm. to see what happens next i like because don't you feel like when i even when i think about it i'm like oh this thing's dragging like how many seasons are you going to try and get this Rico on? Like, mm-hmm. at what point oh. is this going to... Do you know what I mean? Like, I couldn't really see where it was going to go, if that makes sense. Sorry, can I say something? I know there's a, a spoiler alert banner. I just want to make it clear. We're spoiling nine <laughs> Guys, ten. we basically, we We're have, what, we, we finished, we have finished the season. We watched so. the leaked episodes of nine and ten. Yeah. So we've seen the finale, like, the fin- finale. finale, you know. Yeah. yeah. We've seen everything. So if you haven't watched it yeah. and you want to wait two weeks for it to yeah. come out, I suggest you, you, yeah. you exit this video or mute, mute it. it. Like the video though. Don't be a yeah. hater. Because like the video. Mute it. We are about to, to spoil it all. Spoil everything. I think it was I think it's one of the best um conclusions, season finales in the power mm. universe. I can't remember a season that ended that shockingly. Because when Angela was shot, that wasn't a season finale, was it? No. No, it, was it wasn't. Like two episodes before. Yeah, do you get me? Yeah. It was yeah, it was episode eight. Do you know the episode eight so Even got... when Gwen I Ghost Go when Ghost died, when Tariq killed Ghost. Yeah. Wait, that was we the found that out, was, that was Actually that was a finale. We didn't know who finale. killed him, yeah, because yeah. the whole thing about who shot Ghost. Do you remember? Yeah, there was a whole thing. There was a whole campaign about who shot Ghost. But then that's the thing, though. When it then came back, it was underwhelming. How could you say we gave you no heads up? You you told me I spelled alert wrong in the banner. <laughs> so you, you saw it. Who said that? Yeah. Nightfall. <laughs> but, but we, haven't, we, but we haven't actually spoken. We haven't said anything, though. Yeah, so exactly. No, but there's a banner there. You did autocorrect on the banner. <laughs> But you think you're shocked that we're spoiling the show no, when it says spoiler alert. No, but I'm saying, even them saying, oh, you didn't give us a heads up. We we just gave you the heads up. We haven't actually started well, talking. All, wait, we haven't wait. actually started talking about the show. First of all, we didn't get a heads up it was going to get leaked. I told you so we're out for two weeks. It was, it came as a shock to everybody and we responded. This is what TDA is about. TDA responds to things in real time. So responding to leaks to in real time. And also... Wait, much. I thought about it and I thought, wait, so I should be the person that sits there and, okay. avo- and avoids spoilers. Nah. Who's got time for that? I said, I'm I want that. to. I, no, literally, I thought, wait, am I going to be dodged? I don't want to avoid a spoiler. Like, because you know what it is? I, obviously, I felt like I want to support a black business, right? When things typically get leaked, I try to, I avoid it just to go the, the actual, you know, paying route, mm. the paying streaming route, whatever. Mm. So I decided I'm going to watch the leaks. When it comes out this week and next watch week, again. I watch it again and we go again. Do you know what I mean? I'm supporting the black business and supporting my needs. Yeah. So win-win. Power. So. Episode nine. Episode nine. I knew, okay, so let's start with Drew and his whole entanglement situation. Right? Yeah. I knew they were obviously going to clock on that. Of course. He has something to do with it. After right? his whole. Um, but his whole breakdown. Yeah. But I did not think it was going to go the way it was going to go. I thought... He was going to just go to them and be like, listen, my bad. This is what happened. Da, 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 da. 
This little man said, we got to kill them all. I said, sorry. But you know why that makes... There's other ways to no, do this. No, I don't think there was though. I think it made sense. And let me tell you why, yeah. Think about it, Esther, yeah. The mum already said, you killed my husband, yeah. yeah. I let that slide. Mm-hmm. There's no way I'm allowing you to kill my son. And yeah. you're going to... That would have started a mad war. Like, but do you know what I think would have happened though? What? I think that... So obviously, they don't know... The, the wife, Frank's wife, is aware that the kids were not involved in Frank's death, right? Mm. I think that Drew could have said, you know what? Basically, I found out he killed my dad. Mm. And then she could have given him tea of, actually, wait a minute, your mom came to me. Your mom is the reason why your dad's dead. Yeah. And I think they could have cons- conspired to then get Monet out. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, but... I, I just think... feel like you guys have really killed off a whole generation, you know? Yeah. It's mad. But obviously, the way they killed them was quite cool. I thought it was nice and pain-free. Mm. But I, I just thought it was interesting that Auntie, in all these gas, had time to form a, formulate a sentence and be to like, say, you know. It was your mum. It's your mum. Your mum killed her. I said, mm. no, okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Then he killed her after that. I thought he was going to let her live. I'm like, cut, cut her gas off. No. He didn't do that. He killed her too, It's too late. But when he didn't tell Kane as well, I thought he was going to, um, he thought Kane was in on it. And so he was going to harm Kane. And obviously, he and Diana were then talking about it. Mm. Diana's too big for her boots. Them little boots. I'm, I'm not going to lie. She's, she's, she, sh- she rattled me, man. Her cord is corded. I will say that. The fashion yeah. is... Her stylist is on job. But, but she rattled me. Yeah. She did rattle me. But did you see how... Sorry, did you see when they confronted Renee? And she smushed... Oh, she, and she <laughs> in smushed it in the face. Yeah. But you know what? Renee's smart as well, though. Because the way it's she managed to like worm her way her back, back in... Is stupid. Like, I thought, this is why, as much as I can't stand you, this is why you're the head honcho, because you actually, you, actually you, you show your kids all the time why you're who you are and why they have to respect you. Because they always try and think they can win you over, like, get one up on you. And then you always remind them that I'm the mother goose. And you lot are yeah, my, like, do you know, know what I mean? Mad. Look Quick. how she got in with no, uh, with no, no, no more so quickly. Like, quickly. She pisses me off, man. Like, like I hate the fact that she's not down bad. Who? Monet. Monet. And yeah. I hate also... Well, she is now, but... No, she isn't. Because mm. remember, all turned, the person is down by the Tariq. No, I yeah, can't I can't believe know, but... that. You know what, though, yeah? Yeah, it's... it's ma- Do you know what it is? Okay, can we just... Can we talk about Sax, though, yeah? Because Sax for me, yeah... Sax is such a bitch. He's a bitch, but I have to respect it. I don't. Because man is causing havoc from his grave. No, but do you know what it is, though? I don't even see it as havoc. I think he's a coward. You were a coward when you were alive. You were a coward, you were a coward when you're dead. So you just you just presented yourself you know to the Lord as a coward. The reason why I don't think he's a coward, yeah, oh. is because he knew uh, he knew he was gonna get killed, didn't it? Yeah, but so, why are you trying to get on to people after you've been killed? Because he wants everyone to know that although you've taken my life and I'm no longer present, I'm, ruin everything. I'm still gonna ruin you. Like I, it's a power play. That's why I respect it. Because although he's dead, he's still keeping everyone on their toes. Well, to he's me, lying, it's, some of the me, things was lies though. Some of it is lies, definitely, but and I'm struggling. To, I think that's why I don't. I don't rate him. It's still a power play, though. Because I respected him when he died. Then when I found out the things he's doing after, I'm just thinking you're so pathetic. Mm. Oh, what is triggering? Sorry, but he's. Um, it's interesting. It is interesting. Um, what else happened? It's, I'm trying to not confuse. Okay, let's the two, think about um, method two man. Oh, my babes. First of all, when he flipped that table over, I was thinking, baby, stop it. He's. You know what it is with him, though. Yeah, he's. Um, he needs to sober up. I get it. Your brother killed himself and stuff. But yeah. it's true. Like, you can't... You see when he was moving mad talking about Tariq, you got to get rid of this. But I thought... 
Wait, are you losing? Are you the lawyer? Oh, wait, you're losing like the you're using the one with common sense and like. But that's he, when Yanko came out. He said, "I've had enough of this shit." All no, this literally. suit wearing. Yeah, he just said. From nah. what's Wall Street bullshit. He's like, "I'm I'm done with it." Yeah. When he was actually Tariq, right? I'm gonna sort out. Got the gun out. I said, "You're a lawyer, you know." Yeah, he's over it. He's ready. And that's why I liked Tariq. Was like, "Are you alright?" Like, stop drinking. If you get banged up. You are a lawyer. Yeah. We are trying to get away with this because of you. Yeah. So you can't, you you, you need to get it together. But, um, you need to get it together. okay, let's talk about Lauren as well, though. I'm glad Lauren is gone, done. Like, I'm over sis. Like, yeah. girl, she had to go. She's not dead, she's alive. She's not dead, she's alive. But she's, yeah. she and her family have left town now. Yeah. And I'm just glad. I don't want to see her next season. I, I don't want to see I don't want to hear from her again. Yeah. Just, I'm done. But, um, the whole Effie thing, oh, Kane, Kane is whipped, man. No proper. Kane is whipped. It's, like, it's proper cute. Effie's like, because we had sex one time. And he's like, you know, it wasn't just us. Oh, baby, look at you. They've got you. They've got you. He's out here in the But you know glasses. what he likes? Do you know what it is? I can tell you. He likes her because she's not easy. He likes her because he actually yeah, has to work hard for her. Like, yeah. he loves, he likes her because she's challenging him. Do you get what yeah. I mean? And I think she's, I feel like in a way, even though she does the move the way they move, I feel like she, respect, she respects him. No, yeah, of course. And a lot of people don't. But you was do two between you get five. <laughs> <laughs> Renee is rude. But um yeah, when they told him to when they told her to pin on Tariq, I'm surprised she didn't snitch earlier. Do you know why I knew she wasn't gonna snitch? Because I feel like generally speaking, you can tell that that's not what she's on. Like yeah, but she snitched already in the past though. Yeah, but I feel like that was before she kind of got into stuff. I've I I think Effie generally loves Tariq. It's clear that she loves yeah, Tariq. Yeah, she does. Because right? remember how she tried to ask um him at the end, like, to, yeah. like oh, how's Tariq? And, she, and he's like, never mind. Like, she I generally actually loves Tariq. She's generally got feelings for Tariq. It's clear, isn't it? Yeah, she does. So, and and she, doesn't have doesn't. she doesn't have feelings for Kane, but Sad she has man. feelings for Tariq. You can tell. So, like, she, I'm not surprised that she didn't flip, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Even look at afterwards when she was like, so all that stuff we were saying in Paris was like, that, that wasn't real. Like, that's yeah. that's her reality. That's what she, she wants. She just wants a life, man. Just Poor girl has just been through so much. Yeah. She just wants to love and be loved. I hear it. But, yeah, she was the good. Was the it w- right for her to give Kane a taste? And then... Yes. Like spoon him afterwards. Anybody can get it. Serious. Yeah, I don't think I don't think she did anything wrong. She liked. She liked. He it. Snapped, she but he, like he, he, and he kept not he kept pressure on her. But I feel like it was very clear. Like a lot of there the was, time, there yeah, was like, sexual tension between them. They yeah, both, and she, like, and she kept resisting for time. Do you yeah. get what I mean? Like she kept airing him and not giving him the time of day. Yeah, just because you like someone doesn't mean you know you can't like other people. So do you girls agree that you should um look to? walk through the sexual tension so it no longer kind of um, yeah, see is it. hanging over your head? I mean, sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. You've got to see that she's, it's She's real. got through it now and now she's thinking, yeah. No, where it's coming from. <laughs> is this, is this... No, I was just... <laughs> <laughs> I was just... <laughs> yeah. The cane thing makes sense because, yes, the guy I like, but well, we're not together anymore mm. and there's someone who's feeding me and I'm attracted to him, whatever... I thought ain't this ain't yeah, this um, Tariq's galleys are talking about. They're not, not together Tariq's anymore. Girl, they're not together anymore. But you said she loves him, and that. Yeah, she still. Yeah, yeah he him. broke up with her though. Yeah, but loving somebody because he found out that she obviously tried to get off his real love. Ain't Kane his brethren? Then, no, 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 they no, were no. never friends. They're business. They're business. Oh, Kane, no, Kane hates. Kane hates. If, Tariq, if Kane could kill Tariq, he's killing him. He's killing him. He's like, tried to kill him several times. Several times. Every time Tariq's got important piece of information that he can't kill him. She talked to man that's trying to. Yeah, no, but they him. work together though, innit? Like, they're all working they're together. Colleagues. They don't like each other. Like, everyone knows Tariq and Kane hate survival. each other and it is what it is, but they need each other to survive. They need each other because they're in bed with each other in, in regards to business. So, obviously, and also remember, it's because she saw um, Tariq and, and Diana have sex. 
Mm. Do you remember when she walked into when she yeah. walked and she saw Tariq oh, put yeah, in his yeah. clothes? And That's Dana. where it came from. Do you know? I think that, otherwise she wouldn't have gone down that road with Kane. I feel like she would have. You know, I don't think because she's would always have. like kind of giving him the eye a little bit. I feel like she was kind of. I feel like she's been feeling him a little bit. I don't think she would have had sex with him though. I think that pushed her over the edge. Do you know? I, do you know? You're right because I'm looking for my eyes. <laughs> well, I, would are, yeah. <laughs> I, I would be with Moody McKay. So yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. You're right. So I but, think um, that's, that's that's it really. Yeah, I was to be fair, I was shocked that she didn't flip like I really thought she would. And obviously when Lauren then came to speak to her, I want to see Lauren again. You see like, Lauren, she yeah, when she tried to do man. that whole speech, I thought, oh, so just, shut up. I thought, what was the point? She's like, I'm in the position of power now. I said, No, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. I shut honestly up. just thought, what? Well, like, what yeah. was the whole point of that? I don't know why she did all of that. Like, to prove a point. I thought she wanted to know that. Cause remember, Tarika said to her, was it what did Tarika say to her? Something about like if she she shouldn't snitch or whatever blah blah oh because she feels like Effie, Effie's might come after her and actually kill her yes so I feel like she wanted to go and speak to Effie then obviously when Effie then said um, you can do whatever and something about that like, is going to come back or whatever then she's like no you guys are really the same people like you're all the same I feel like she just thought do you know what I can't be bothered mm. but I love the way she went into that hearing and just flipped everything because mm. really and truly she was pressured That she didn't go by the books and I loved, I loved all of that Yeah, I was here for it and did you see when Angela's sister came in? I, was was, there was no I didn't realise that. that that was her son, you know. Yeah. Because from the beginning. Him, Valdez. He's aging Valdez as well. I didn't realise from the beginning. It was only in that. When I saw. Was her the name mom. Paz? Yeah. When I saw her. Paz. Paz, Paz, Paz. Paz. I'm sorry, her Something name like is that. Paz. Anyway. When I saw her and she was talking about her son, I was like, yeah. hold on a minute. Your, your auntie was so proud of you. Mm. I still wish Angela was alive, man. But you know what? I'm, Angela's got a heat. No, yeah, her Angela's nephew. sister has a youth. Oh. And he's in the police force trying to get Tariq down. Generational. I was going to say you just said Angela Dukes in the police. I'm saying, what? Do you know what? Also, yeah. <laughs> what was that yeah. thing? What was the thing that um, Stax gave him? Because he gave him like a floppy disk or something like that. He gave him a. You know, in the envelope that he opened. We didn't see it. I know, but I'm, I'm, I'm basically thinking, what was that? What document was that? Stax gave it to him. What, would, what could Stax have ever recorded? No. But yeah, I think that we're going to see next season because he put it in there and we didn't see anything. Mm. So, so basically, essentially, next year is going to be the same thing again. They're going to be finding another Rico or find another case. I know, which is and so then boring, They're going to have to all get together. They're all going to have to make up. I told you about a spin-off with Braden and um, Tariq. They really gave me... Oh, I was so happy to Never see Tommy. No, you see? I, I was yeah. so happy to see When I saw Tommy, I gasped. I actually did, oh. I actually did this. I was like... <gasps> I was so happy to see Tommy. I'm like, my no, you are. Back. I love Tommy, man. I yeah. absolutely love him. Beautiful man. And I love, and then I saw um, Tasha. Um, oh, Tasha's back as well. Tasha was yeah. back as well. Oh, she yes. rode out though. Nah, listen, Tasha is too smart. She rode out. She but when rode Tariq out. got knocked out, I said, oh no, I no. bet it's a stupid, another like officer or something. Yeah. And then, but I love, Sachs, I, I love how they squashed their beef though. Yeah. So basically, Sax leaked Tasha's um, address. Address. Because she's a witness protection right? to Tommy. Then Tommy then went obviously to get his revenge because Tasha's been, she killed Lakeisha, killed killed everybody, whatever. So he and Tasha had this ongoing beef since the last power. And obviously with Ghost dead as well, he's not really messing with Tariq. So he's gone there to kill him. And then Tariq at the same time knew where they were, but wanted to kind of see them for the last time before they got How moved. How he got the information from 2-Bit though, innit? Yeah, he got the information from 2-Bit, yeah. So 2-Bit came in, love 2-Bit. But anyways, um, so he then goes, but then now they're in the face of Tommy trying to kill Tasha, whatever. Tariq then pulls the gun, whatever, and then Tasha knocks Tariq out, and then flees. And that okay, 
happy to see Tommy. All of that was great. I love the fact as well. It was like a foreshadow because he said to him, if you try and get Monet, you're starting a war you do not have the man for. Mm. And obviously at the end we see that a war is basically started with him and Brayden against mm. all of them. Mm. But you see how that you see how I don't like Diana man. She's such a she deserved that no, stupid you know what? TA she was dating. I'm not gonna lie. She done Tariq dirty. Disgusting. No, like, it hurt my heart. But you know what's annoying though? It's like it's over it's because he doesn't like you back, you know? Mm. He doesn't like you back. No, but and now you're you now you've got a death. But of, you know what it nah. is? Do you know why I don't think it's that? Because you see when they showed the flashback of her talking to her brother and her brother was like Tariq, and she's like, and she's like, we can't do that to Tariq. And her brother's like, fuck Tariq, man. Like, we can. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, Kane will kill Tariq because we know Kane doesn't like Tariq. So yeah. just just let it be that. No, but you know what? I did not I don't, think they I were going to go that way. No, I, I, I genuinely believed her when she said that. Because when she said it was Tariq, I said, no. Oh, I, I, genuinely, I genuinely believed when she said to Tariq, oh, I'll, I'll literally tell my brothers that I didn't see who the shooter was. I wouldn't say nothing yet. I believed I genuinely her, believed it. And then when, um, when obviously Tasha rode out, yeah, I thought, do you know what I realised as well? Because she knows it wasn't I Tariq. Thought, I felt like she was going to change her mind. Because you see when her mum said all that stuff on the car, yeah, you could see her. Yeah, I thought... She was going to change her mind. She was, because she was, cause she her said, saying, let me go back into the house yeah, wasn't part of the plan. Yeah. yeah, so she said, I forgot something to try and give Tariq the signal of, it's off. It's off. But obviously, Tasha did not know anything. So Tasha just came and was shooting up the place. Mm. But then when she said it was Tariq, I thought, you know, okay, fair. She does actually think it's Tariq because they had a plan. But when Drew was she like... She doesn't. No, it wasn't. She, so no. she knew it wasn't She knew it wasn't Tariq, though. City girl, man. And she's becoming a mother, no? Mm. She really is. It's like you, you talk about your cancer all the time. You are like you are. But you know what? I think Thingy Kane made a very valid point though when he was just like, "Listen, you look keep forgetting that we're not normal kids. We're drug dealers. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. this is the life we were raised into. So stop thinking that you're a normal. Yeah, you're not normal. Fall in love with the, and be a prime minister, but be the next councilman. Take the other girl was out here trying to go go and start fresh. Summer. Remember where you live. Remember like what family you're in. Mm. It but then, sense. when I think about it now, though, all that speech Lorenzo was given from the dining table when he was dead was stupid then. Because the kids didn't turn against Monet. They work for her now. Yeah, by force. No, but the kids are turning against her. This whole plan was to kill Monet. Do they have? Was it? No, they didn't. She's alive. She's in surgery. Yeah, because they didn't. But the plan was to kill Monet. Remember? Yeah, but remember that she was going to change her mind. So they were, never, they were never really committed to it. No. I think if... I think, yeah, if... Drew wants her dead still. Literally. Do you think so? It's just because yeah. Diana had that moment of her in the car where she her, she heard her mum say that she loves her for the first time, you could tell. That's what yeah. got to her. But Diana's a liability, man. That is literally it. Because other than that, she didn't care. Do you know what I mean? Drew wouldn't care if, he said, if she said No, it was literally just because in that moment she was like, oh, I'm tough on you because I love you. And then she had this... <gasps> She's so pathetic. Because she was using... <laughs> she was using that... She was just emotionally manipulating her. Yeah. And that's... The thing is... This is what I don't understand because we know this about Monet though. Like you should even know this is your mum. Us watching from the screen can tell. I think it's just that mother's love. That she's, manip love. she's yeah. manipulating you. She doesn't That's give. Sad, she doesn't man. give a shit about you. But the way they all turned against, because you know when Norman was like to Tariq, you always come up with a plan, don't you? Because basically Tariq is gonna get killed. Um, Norman's like they had the gun on his head. Then he was. But like, you know he would have died though, right? Oh, 100 percent. Like 100%. legit, legit, he was not coming. He was gonna get killed because also. Big up the Nigerian man who got green cards for his family yeah. or whatever. Because I was thinking, cause, the but obviously they weren't acting fast enough for anything to have happened. So then when he, Tariq was going to get killed, I was thinking, damn, I was thinking, you can't kill the lead. This is Tariq's world. Like, no. We all, this is. Wait, you know, when I saw Braden, I, I, like, I was so gassed. Because, I, I did not think it was Tariq. Because Braden, he's been. He can't kill the lead. What happened to the first power? <laughs> they, they didn't no, kill him straight that away. That was different. Because if, no, if they kill Tariq, no, but Tariq is a seed of ghosts, right? If they kill, there's no more seeds left. Yasmin, 
in the bag. <laughs> if they kill yes. Tariq, that's it. Do you know what I mean? No, you're right. I'm not watching Power I feel like Braden. it will ruin the whole thing. Yeah. I love Kane. The only reason why it Braden. works is because Tariq. there's still that link to go. It's St. Patrick, exactly. Yeah. So what? what do we think about the coming of age of the white boy? Braden. Oh, Braden. Yeah. All right, cool. Finally, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Finally. I was, I was like, do you know what I found really cute? That it literally to me was Tommy and Ghost all yeah. over again. Yeah, it was. Like, it was so, I love that I so much. I literally felt like this was such a cute moment. I, look at me. I like this is a spin off. Encouraging crap. Let's crime. do this. <laughs> 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 Apoth- <laughs> apathetically. No, but like, I just, I literally saw the unit and I thought, this is literally Tommy so and Ghost, right? Um, the thing is, I think it's a bit unfair. Because what to Braden? Yeah, because Braden isn't like we know this, isn't it? Braden's not about this life, right? Yeah, never was Ghost. Because don't you think like it's funny how they swap roles? Because remember, Ghost wanted out. Tommy said you can't. Mm. Now to um, Braden, the white boy wants out. Tariq Tariq's like, no, can't. you can't. Yeah. So they kind of swap roles. But Braden will warm up. And no, I think I mean, as well, he's Braden already shot Kane. By the way, I think Kane's gonna be in hospital. Oh, from the shootout. Yeah, because uh, someone was hit directly. Did you reverse it? Like, like, slow it down and then go through it bit by bit. Did you? No, I didn't. Did you? It kind of looked like he got his hand hit. Oh, oh really? Kane? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Because I thought he shot Kane. I said, oh, my baby. <laughs> Don't do this to me. <laughs> but um, I love that. I love that little... But I don't know how they're going to do it. There. I just don't feel like they're powerful enough. You them to. Yeah. Do you know what? Tariq, the thing is, do you know why I like Tariq and Brayden? It's because they're actually very, very clever. Like, they're very... They're quite... In, you can tell why they go to the schools that they go to. They're very clever in it. So I feel like they'll be able to find, like, even the way Tariq always manages to manipulate and mm. get himself out of a situation. And even look at how Monet relies on him. She's, she's like, you're the one with all the bright yeah. ideas. Like, he's, I think he's going to get his way back in. I don't even think it's a case of getting his way back in. I think I can see him going to build an alliance of other people. And like, because mm. this is clearly a war. Because it's smart. So it is what it is. I'm so glad Uncle Lucas left. He's Uncle Lucas again. Braden's uncle, and he pushed him. Oh, that was that was not funny, but that's his first body. Yeah, it was. Technically, but generally, but that also wasn't a. I saw that happening. It was an accident, innit? I saw it happening. I didn't think. I didn't like the way they shot it as well because there was too much distance between the um, the railing and where he was standing for him to have actually realistically fallen over. But for whatever, Mm -hmm. it really bugged me. I was like, no, he could have stood a bit closer. That would have made sense. But they they did it as a suicide note. And he wrote the suicide note and everything. I said, no, Brayden's about it, you know? Because that's what I'm saying. He's got brains. He's actually got brains. And he got Kiki to go as well. Yeah. And his dad was doing too much. No, what killed me is when his dad was like, you are not one of these people. And he was like, what? <laughs> I thought, no, you lot, really, you lot really think you're better than him. dad's a punk, though. I'm setting up my brother for... What? How can you ruin entire life, like our entire generational wealth, our entire generational name, everything... Mm. And I'm not going to sell you out and say that he did it. Come on, he did it. That's where he lives. Mm. In a way. But I and, like the ending, forget, I did not see it coming. Don't forget, the police obviously are now going to start investigating Crash Coin because Lucas gave Given them that tip. tip. So. It's, uh, they, they, I think next year, again, it's going to be the same thing. But I'm annoyed there because basically, they're moving to stars. I remember 50 Cent, they, heard, they did a whole thing about they're them going being able to, to have stars. more. No, they're oh, they no, Lionsgate now, isn't it? Yeah, because they were at stars though. before. I don't know. Because I suppose it's Lionsgate. Oh, they're, stars. they're still at stars now. They're still at stars. Mm. Are they moving? I'm not sure. Because when the, these two apps leaked, he complained that stars let leak. Oh, is it? Yeah, I yeah. thought. So what were they with and last he, time? They left. They never. They left. And he's leaving them or something. Or he might be left. leaving, but I Maybe think this this, this, this season, season is still on stars because, because he yeah. he blames stars for these leaks. Because okay. yeah. I thought, because I remember them, them saying that when 
they're with or without stars or whatever, they're going to be longer episodes. So in my mind, we're not going to end at episode 10. So maybe it's from episode, maybe next season then. Because okay. season four is already greenlit and I think they're going to start filming that soon anyway. Mm. But I think it was really good. I liked the ending. I did not expect everyone to turn on to me the way they did. No, neither did I. I did not expect... When Effie came out, as well, I said, oh, not you. I did not expect any of that. So the switch, the turnaround... But you know what? Sick, but the reason, sense. if I'm honest though, I feel like the only person that Tariq actually trusts, or he would never, he would never, like, never do anything to, is Brayden. I yeah. think out of everybody there, yeah, and it, makes it sense. was expected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Brayden's the only one who he generally. That's his I actual think, boy. Yeah, I think regardless, like even with the Lauren thing, he forgave him because it's Brayden. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So I think Brayden's the only one definitely. who has power in terms of like a relationship yeah. with Tariq. Tariq would... I love the friendship, He will snitch man. on any... He will rat out Effie. So I'm not going to lie, I get it. Yeah. Because none of them none of them there, Tariq has got no, no loyalty to anybody there. Do you know, I do if think I saw well, Brayden there, then that would have... That would be That would have rattled Do you know, I do me. think though, you know that... Because the Nigerian guy is how um, Tariq got saved. Yeah, because Brayden... Called, 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 called Brayden, Brayden right, or whatever. So I think he's going to be his inside person because no one still knows about the green card thing. Mm. And that guy is still trying to take down Noma because he doesn't want to work for Noma no more. Yeah. So I think that's going to be his... Um, Heads up, this is mm. what's happening kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, yeah. no going to be replaced by a Nigerian guy. Yeah. And that's how it is too. He's going to come back in. Oregon. Mm. You called it first. Mm. Already here first. I liked it. What about you, Yus? Um, yeah, I liked it. I liked how they brought back Tommy. Yeah. How they brought back Tasha. Mm. And they kind of... Even, um, what's her name? The um, thingy's old lawyer. Who? Tamika. Oh, Tamika. Tamika was on the phone. Tamika's always in a I'm, nice car. Oh, I forgot about her. Yeah. With a and silk then, press. Um, mm. Two bits, little cameo. Yeah. Mm. Like Brent was alluding to, I like Braden's kind of coming of age. Like he's finally, like, even though he's been doing his thing for a while now, but he's finally. He caught his first body, so now he's. I finally, guess. He's dropped his balls. Yeah. Dropped. One of us. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like I like how this, this up next season. It's going to be like mm. a Ghost and Tommy kind of vibe. Mm. Um. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't particularly like how Diana done. She done him dirty, done, man. Um, Tariq. Um, but when they done the flashback scenes, then it made sense. Regardless, it was it was the plan to set him up. Regardless. No, hundred yeah. percent. But I didn't know that that was the plan. I think yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. rattled me because yeah. it's it's nuts. But I also do think yeah, that Diana and um, Drew are gonna try to. I don't know if they're gonna try to kill Kane, but. Kane, like they don't obviously. Mm. Kane is yeah. is is um, a mummy's boy in it. Yeah. You can tell. So, but, but him and Monet have had their fair no, share. No, they of they runners. have yeah. But you yeah. see how like regardless, he's just yeah. he's still on her not yeah. on her side, but like, mm. and obviously, Drew and Kane are never gonna see eye to eye. I think yeah. they're always gonna have that that disagreement of like Drew's older than him, isn't it? No, Kane's older than Drew. Are you sure? I believe so. Do you know why I didn't think he was? Because I feel like. Why did um why was why was everything going to Drew? Like you know when obviously like uh, like but when Thingy wasn't yeah, around, yeah, yeah. it was like they were trying to get Drew to be the whatever whatever. And I thought it's because be obviously because right. he's might older, be right. he's next yeah, in line. Yeah, but obviously right. Kane's thinking, I know he's older than me, but, but I'm, he ain't, I'm, I'm the one. Yeah, life, yeah, yeah, so I think they're always gonna have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you might be right actually. Yeah, right. I think Drew right. is older. Kane's okay. older. Kane's older. You sure? Yeah. He's the oldest. Yeah, I because yeah, he moves like they treat him like he's Agbaya. I mean, like you're old, but you don't. But I feel dizzy because I grew up so fast. I'm trying to think what else is you don't kind of cover everything. I'm trying to think what you guys didn't really mention. 
Okay. You kind of cover everything. Man. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I liked him, man. I liked it. I, I liked need, what's her name? Is it Rodrigo's? What's her name? That policewoman. Oh. One with a funny Bronx accent. Oh, Blanca. Um, Blanca. Blanca. I need her dead. She actually gets Heck, I do myself. I need her gone. <laughs> she actually gets on She gets on my last You know nerves. who? Um, Jenny Sullivan, yeah. I was so happy when she was crying over sex. I was like, you dumb bitch. Like, like no, yeah, she... I felt that. No, because she actually... <laughs> do you know what? Because she just pissed me that. off that whole... Oh, like, I don't really care about you. It's just, I think it's shut up, man. Like, just, she's driving. Don't be silly. Mm. I know he's and now, because now he's now he's dead, you wanna you wanna yeah, like, yeah. we were, and, we and, were together. And so you know, even pissed up. me off when she like when even um when she tried to um speak to what's his name, uh Method Man and be like, oh you're responsible for his death. And you see the way he flipped it on her. I thought you dumb. You are I responsible for his death because my man even asked you for protection. And what did you say? I can't get you protection right now. Like you didn't care. Do you know what I mean? Your your goal was to pin these lot. You didn't care about him. Mm. Like he put himself, he put his life on the line. Mm. He put his cars on the table. Still, you kept him in the dark. Like you kept taking him for idiot. Yeah. And now he's gone. You want to cry? I love the way he flipped it back on it. Cause don't, how dare you? Don't make me feel bad mm. for something that you did. What's Stacey saying? He literally did an interview <sighs> last week saying they already offered him the money, just wasn't what he needed. Yeah, thingy. Yeah, they were gonna. They were trying to get um James um oh, to, come Mar- 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 to come back. Yeah. Yeah, but come back. Uh, so, come back because obviously make cameo from that. Dead in it. I don't, I don't, no, I don't think it's that. I think they wanted him to come back. Come he back. can't come back. He's dead. Nah. Well, to act like he didn't die. Like prison break. I think that was so if they sick. did, yeah. Wait, wait. I'll be so excited. No, so he, he had the interview, innit? Oh, now, he said he didn't get paid much, right? He was First, he was saying that he wasn't getting paid much or they didn't ever do right by him. That's like, why he left yeah. in the first place. And that they've been trying to get him back for a while now. Mm. Like as his character. Not for flashback scenes. Mm. To actually come really? Back. You know, that made me you know, so this happy. Is, this is TV. You could just write that he didn't die. Easy. That's because how they're going to... No, he has a team for the war then. He has what? A team That's for how the war. No, but they haven't signed it off though. No, 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 I'll start watching proper. No, it's not, no but they no, haven't signed it off though. He's not coming back. He's not coming back. You can't tease me and not follow through with this. He's saying they've tried to get him back. How do you think he feels? It's too good for me. Man man I'll contribute to that. It would make this go so much. Yeah, like, man. Man. I actually fell in love with him, you know. Like, I, I did. fell in love with oh, him. I loved him since being Mary Jane. No. That's been my man. Let's not talk about him. That, that, let's not talk about that freaking. Oh, he pissed oh. me off. I don't let him cheat on me. Pissed me off. How tall is he? What did you just say? He's not tall. He's not tall. What did you just say? Excuse me. I'm going to clip that. No, you're not. No, do it. Because I can't believe that even came out of your mouth, girl. I know you guys talking about. I didn't say nothing. I didn't say nothing. She said. Don't. Do you know whose side are you on? I'm not going to repeat it. Come on. What? I didn't say anything. I don't know what he's talking about. But that would be sick though, if they got him. Because really, they could. Do you think they would bring, bring him into Tariq's ghost? Or do you think they would make it like a other ghost no, universe thing? They'll, they'll have to bring him into this. I don't think creating a new show for him would be just pointless. They can actually make that work so easily. Because you know the whole trust fund thing and the whole, mm. I knew you end up here, little nigga. That, all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> just, we could make that make sense. Yeah. And the Queen's Child Project. He hasn't used the money. Right? <laughs> He's lost it. That's his child project here. Yeah. The QCP. <laughs> Still alive. You know what's mad? When I watch that, I actually forget that is the Lorenz Tate. I don't yeah. know. I can't. I don't know if what I'm saying makes sense, but when I watch it, He's such a councilman there to me yeah. that I forget who the real actor is. Did you not see the thing? You know the thing that I put up the other day? People were crying. So he did like a photo shoot, yeah? Mm. Oh, yeah. Of him looking like young or whatever. Mm. So I put it up and I was like, 
Okay, councilman. No. I see where the Queen's Child Project money oh. goes. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of people that messaged me, I was like, Gina, you're dumb. And I said, no, because... Okay. Yeah. Do you know, no, he, can, he can never die. I feel like he's just... He's, he's just like, 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 Lawrence Tate is fine, though. Like, for his age, like, not in power. He's a, no, he's a beautiful he's man. He's a beautiful man. I follow him on Instagram. Mm. He looks he, like that any at, day of the day. Yeah, he actually is a beautiful man. He looks like but that all the time. His character is so funny. The things yeah. he does with his lips, like, oh, yeah. it just pisses me off. It's slimy, isn't it? And also, I love how um I forgot her name, his fiance, and she's leaving him now. Yeah, yeah, oh, the yeah. teacher. Yeah. Yeah, man. I don't know what was going on with all of that anyway. She's silly because you can't say he wasn't a good guy. Then he says he does right by doing one good thing. And then now you're you're acting confused that he mm. was doing shady things behind your back. Like, girl. It's been there. She just wanted to ignore it. And actually, yeah, how can we forget? He's the reason why all of this came crashing down anyway. The whole, um, all of them getting arrested and... Yeah, the um, Ponzi scheme, innit? Yeah. The Ponzi scheme. Yeah. EFCC. That's the Nigerian version. But yeah, when they went and like got everything, it was mad. He's so funny though. But, but I don't know how Tariq did not see that coming. Because when, you know when Tariq found out it was um, Councilman Tate that did it? He acted shocked. I was like, yeah, but he when you, you can't lie, Tariq. Yeah. And Your you, lying face is so stupid. And you spoke to my man the other day. What is 1.7? What's that in feet? He's not tall. He's like five something, like five seven. That's fine. I ain't a problem. He's still um, cheating on you? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, is that what you said? <laughs> Brent, he's still that. fine, man. I don't know what you're talking about. I actually do not know what you're talking about. That made no sense. Mm. You know me better than that. Anyways. Like, that's like half a mug, isn't it? Don't be silly now. That's a little person. <laughs> <laughs> Give you half a mugs. Whilst we're here anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so so whilst we're here, puts the camera on to E-Man. I hear it. All right, so the first headline. Um, the Home Secretary will say it is not xenophobic to call mass migration unsustainable in a speech calling for the immigration to the UK to come down. Swella Braverman will say there's no good reason the UK cannot train its own lorry drivers and fruit pickers. It comes as net migration figures for 2022, due to be published next week, are predicted to hit record highs. Ms Braverman will also say that the government must remember their 2019 election pledge to curb migration. The Home Secretary is clearly trying to set out a direction of travel for immigration policy in their speech. It's also likely to be seen as a bit of a warning shot for colleagues who are minded to argue against reducing numbers or considering relaxing immigration rules to solve immediate shortages. The government has recently been focusing on tackling illegal migration, in particular, small boat crossing. At the National Conservatism Conference on Monday today, Ms. Braverman will tell the Tories on the right of the party that overall immigration numbers need to come down. We must not forget how to do things for ourselves, she will say, adding there's no good reason why we can't train up enough HGV drivers, butchers or fruit pickers. And the next headline takes us to Turkey, where more than 12 hours after the polls closed in Turkey and with more than 90% of the votes counted, the presidential election result is still not clear. Preliminary results show that neither the president, um, Erdogan, nor his main rival, appear to have secured the majority of votes needed to win. Final results haven't been released, but a runoff vote appears likely. Erdogan, who has been in power since 2002, is ahead with 49.49% of the votes. And has told his AK party supporters that he needs that he believes he can still win outright. Meanwhile, his rival, who has collected 44.79% of the votes so far, has vowed to win the election in a second round. 
However, the AK Party's alliance is expected to form a majority in Parliament. It's Turkey's tightest election in years and comes as the country grapples with high inflation and recovers from devastating earthquakes earlier this year. And the last headline takes us to the Holy Land, where, trigger warning here, guys, there's, there are hopes that a ceasefire will take hold to end five days of fighting between Israel and the Palestinian Islamic Jihad, the PIJ, militants in Gaza. It got off to a shaky start as both sides kept firing for two hours after the truce started on Saturday evening. At least 33 Palestinians have been killed since Tuesday in Gaza, where Israel says it has struck PIJ targets. Palestinian rocket fire into Israel has killed two people, one Israeli and one Palestinian working in the country. The mediation efforts were led by Egypt, which urged both sides to adhere to the ceasefire agreement. Washington welcomed the announcement of the ceasefire and said that US officials had worked with regional partners to achieve the resolution. Barrages of Palestinian rockets set off warning sirens in the southern Israel, in southern Israel, close to Gaza, and the suburbs of the city of Tel Aviv just before the truce was due to come into effect at 2200 local time on Saturday. Minutes after it was supposedly started, militants launched more rockets at southern Israeli communities, and the Israeli military carried out airstrikes on what is said were two PIJ rocket launches in Gaza. Further rocket strikes at around 2300 drew another round of airstrikes. Despite the fighting, the Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's office issued a statement confirming that a ceasefire had been agreed and thanked Egypt for its intensive efforts to secure one. And that's it for the headlines. Thank you. Let's get into the topic of the day. All right, people. So I, I feel like we kind of touch on these kind of topics every now and again in different ways, right? But this um, came across my, my radar the other day and I thought, you know, let me see what you guys think about this because it's going to be implemented next year. So basically, um, obviously you guys, I'm, I'm assuming to varying degrees, at least anyway, kind of would push for more diversity and inclusivity in, in the film industry, right? Or no? Why not? Why not? Cool. Well, um, the Oscars in 2004 are basically saying they, they want to implement some new laws to basically bring about bring about that. that 24. Huh? 2024, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're saying by that time, this is what's going to be happening. So I wanted to read out some of these things for you, yeah, and tell me what you think about this, yeah. So basically, for the 96 Oscars 2024, a film must meet two out of four of the following standards to be deemed eligible, right, to get an Oscar. So this is how they're pretty much going to make it work, right? So standard A is um, on-screen representation themes and narratives, right? So to achieve this standard A, right, the film must meet one of the following criteria. First point, about lead or significant supporting actors. At least one of the lead actors or significant supporting actors is from an underrepresented racial or ethnic group, right? So this is Asian, Hispanic, or, la or Latino, Black or African-American, Indigenous, Native American, you know the minorities, right? Two, general ensemble of the cast, right? At least 30% of all actors in secondary and more minor roles are from at least two of the following underrepresented groups. So they have to be from these, these groups here. Women, racial or an ethnic group, LGBTQ+, or people with cognitive or physical disabilities, or who are deaf or hard of hearing. Right? So you guys are following me so far, yeah? Mm -hmm. And the last part is the main storyline or the subject matter. The main storyline or theme 
or the narrative of the film is centered on an underrepresented group. So again, the same four groups, women, racial, ethnic group, LGBTQ+, and people with cognitive or physical disabilities. Let's start there first, right? Again, there's two out of four of these uh, big um, umbrellas. The first one, like I said, is the on-screen representation themes and narratives. The second thing is creative leadership and projects, right? Um, the third is industry access and opportunities. And the fourth is audience development. So we can go into those a bit more later, uh, a bit more. But the main thing I wanted to kind of um, hone in on is, is this first standard, right? Which is the on-screen representation themes and narratives. How does that sound to you guys first? Just just me reading that off to you. I think it sounds fine. Sounds fine? Yeah, I think yeah. it sounds fine. Completely fine by me. What do you guys think? Well, what about you guys? Same. What about you, Max? This is one of these nonsense, man. <laughs> <laughs> so what, every, every film's going to be the same then? telling me that. Every film's going to be the same. What do you mean? It's just like, now, like all because it's not going to get Oscar unless it's going to be like about, uh, or then maybe they could just do it all in one goal, like, and just get the Oscar, like, just make it about like a black lesbian with a trans brethren and just, <laughs> basically, you know what I'm saying? Like, and just get and just win all the Oscars, like, it's like, I don't understand. And but then maybe they shouldn't have included the storyline stuff. I feel like that's that's where things. Do you know what I mean? What if you got? What if the film's about a period or in a place in life where there were just bare white people? Um, also, remember, sorry, not all slave. not all movies are oh, get the black, black get, get the black female <laughs> Not not all films are made for the Oscars. Hmm? Not all films are made for the Oscars. What do you mean? Like not all movies are Oscar worthy. Not all directors go in making this movie to be an Oscar worthy winning award winning film. Yeah, but that just means you're not making a good movie. If you really... no, you know where you are. Yeah. If it's about numbers, someone like respectfully Tyler Perry, some of the films he makes, he knows damn. Yeah, right. but you know your lane, isn't it? Like if you're yeah. independent or whatever, like so it's not it's not it's, that's not your story. But if you're going to be at the top of your craft, and Oscars is is where it's, if you're anybody at the top elite things when they make their movies, of course you want it considered for the for the best. For the yeah, best but you know what is though? I feel like I get what you were saying yeah, because some people you just know. It's and that's I, like some people goal. ain't never going to get an Oscar. Like that's yeah. that's fine. I'm but not some people aren't not... aiming to get an Oscar. Yeah. Like they're not working in their mind when they're yeah, creating yeah, yeah. a film. Yeah. Or an Oscar is not a thought yeah. for them mm. because also yeah. there's politics within that. So you're in the industry, you know the politics, and you just want to make something you enjoy. Yeah, like for example, Marvel movies don't win Oscars. Yeah, but, really? but but if they win Oscars, it's for visual effects, or they don't win Oscars oh. for like actor, mm, best actor, best stuff. actor, best actress, best supporting. That's 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 not their lane. Isn't it? So yeah, but they're not the Marvels. They're not like why is, what who what. That's not, that's not like Oscar worthy. It should just be for like costume and shit. Like, what? Yeah, but what, that's what? It's Avengers Assemble and that's the point I'm making. You're so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> You're such an annoying person. No, but that's yeah. the point I'm making. Like, <laughs> you, You're basically giving me examples. Yeah. What making. I don't understand the point. Okay, your first your first statement was, oh, that means all movies are going to be the same. So I'm letting you know, no, that's not the case because not all not all movies are going in to win Oscars. Yeah, but I'm saying so that the top, the top. I'm saying that like the I'm saying that like the <laughs> box office, yeah, yeah, and like the top end. I'm saying that like that if that's the criteria, then all the, the the creativity is taken out of of anything anyway. I'm not saying I'm not saying that they because I don't think these people um like go when they're writing their movies or directing it. It's like thing for an Oscar. It's like mm. you it's creating art in it. You want to make something dope. Yeah. But at the same time, once you finished it, you're not gonna you you anybody would love recognition. 
for what they're doing, isn't it? You know what I'm trying to say that? So it's not, I don't think it's a thing of making it for the Oscars or whatever. But then, though, now, when you've got these criteria and stuff in place, in the back of your mind, and you know that, like, if, it, if this, I'm never going to get Oscar for this, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, but we, thing is, we know what type of movies normally are considered for Oscars, right? So if, if you're making Coming to America 2, for example, you're not in your mind thinking this movie is going to get nominated for an Oscar, no. right? So, so then you don't have to, so, wait, good, so then you don't have to follow if. that criteria necessarily, because that might not be your goal. Remember, your goal might be just making your money back, box office numbers. Yeah, but if get Netflix deal, Amazon. Yeah, yeah, but if you're saying that's not your goal and that's not your criteria, then it's going to lead to people making bear coming to America too. Then well, we're screwed. There is bear though. There is bear then. We're screwed. No, there is bear. I, then. I don't if think, you think about how many films are me- turned out. And how many films actually get an Oscar yeah. nominated? It's a lot. Do you know, yeah, so people are already making exactly. hella coming to America twos and stuff. I think that some people, I think that like you just know, you just know that this is not going to be Oscar worthy. Because also think about it as well. It's about like budget and stuff like that. Yeah. Oscar films are like the top of the top. That budget is not available to everybody. So if I haven't got that budget, I'm going to focus on now, if I can get Netflix to come on board and I can make money back and everyone can get paid or whatever, then... Yeah. Oscar, because I know I, I don't have Oscar money. Yeah, and Oscar's films, they're normally based on writing, yeah. the screenplay, the the story, the acting. It's not it's not about the money spent. It's not about the money spent. Like, to me, Oscars is like the equivalent of critical acclaim. Like, winning a Grammy as opposed to winning mm. an, I don't know, an MTV award. Mm. VMAs. Or a VMA award. It's a, yeah. it's a, it's a more prestigious award that's based on the art as opposed mm-hmm. to optics or the you know what I mean yeah. politics yeah. but then doesn't that stifle the art what's that doesn't that stifle the art if for example um, you're telling me I have to work within these certain confines I don't think so no? I guess to make it happen I don't think so I think to, yeah to a degree um, I'm I'm all for diversity innit? I'm all for yeah. ethnic minorities getting a chance so I'm not going to be against it I understand how it might stifle someone's creative vision mm-hmm. um, but, but how but is winning the Oscar the be on end all of every movie you make? So if you have to sacrifice these criteria because you want to make the movie the way you wanted to make it, then I, I guess do that, innit? Does it say the storyline has to be like a involved... Is it the storyline or does it have to be characters? Well, right, let, let me be clear about something, right? Um, we were talking about the first group, the, the first like cohort under these four themes, right? So again... Like the film has to meet two out of the four following standards. Okay. Like one of those standards is. Oh, it's screen. just two of the four. So it yeah, don't, it don't have to be all four. four. No. Okay. So two of the four. So the first standard, though, is on screen representation, themes, and narratives. This is the whole thing about the leading and supporting actors, the general cast, the storyline. That's one umbrella. Yeah. Right? The second thing is the creative leadership and project team. So this, this means People basically. Behind the scenes. Exactly. That as well. That's fine. Right? And other key roles like the technical, but yeah, pretty much behind the scenes, yeah. right? The third umbrella is the industry access and opportunities. So basically apprenticeships, internship opportunities mm. and stuff like this, right? Training opportunities. So again, behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. But it's, more so, but it's still within the, those four groups of women, racial groups, LGBTs mm-hmm. and disabilities and stuff. And the last group um, is the audience development, which is basically about representation in the marketing, the publicity and distribution of the film. So you right. just have to go on black platforms? <laughs> I'm not too sure like in terms of how they want to implement it but basically um, yeah the, the executive is what it's saying the, the studio and the film company has multiple in-house senior executives from among these groups so those people who are uh, responsible for the marketing thing 
they have to be from those groups, these those same groups, basically, okay. the women, the racial, this, that, and that. So I feel as though people will kind of maybe meet the groups that don't really matter to them, which is the in-house, the, you know what I mean, that's behind the scenes why, thing. That's why, yeah, that's why I don't get how it will um, stifle the art. Because there's ways around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to, yeah. you mean, like, there's ways around and Even with um, a lot of films anyway, and shows and stuff, you get a lot of fillers, filler scenes. Mm-hmm. Just have two people lip-sitting. <laughs> <laughs> just have two girls lips in the corner or two guys lips in the corner and bang goes that tick no but remember this This is why they've, they've made it specific about the lead or significant supporting actors if it's just a regular when you street, think about they it they don't though, care a lot of things these days are that anyway mm. I don't yeah I, I, I think if you say you have like a show that like pre some historical time and whatever mm. and there was no black people around no lesbians around no nothing around mm-hmm. I think it's to make it work. Just make sure that you tick two criteria where the people that working behind the scenes yeah. are from ethnic backgrounds or yeah. whatever, whatever disadvantaged yeah. um, backgrounds. And if you've got a film where people people can get a chance to actually be on screen, then yeah, I think this is a good thing. Because I'm sick and tired every year anyway, people arguing about Oscars not being represented, people, you know, black people not winning and this person not winning and all of that stuff. Well, if this will help it, let's do it. But, but then, but it kind of goes back to what you were just saying though. If it is that we kind of meet the criteria of the behind the scenes stuff, mm. it can. I, I don't need to change my supporting my lead actors and all them type of things. There, yeah. as long as I've got the the LGBs, the women, and the racial groups working behind the scenes, mm. in, responsible for marketing and all them things there, yeah. mm. then I I can leave the actual main cast how I want it. So is that really going to change things? I already think anyway that with black people, that sadly we need to stop looking to these um, places to honor us and to reaffirm that and we hear that conversation in music and i think people tolerate it more in music when a rapper's saying i haven't got this award and people are like oh yeah but you know you're, you're selling this you're touring this blah blah but when it comes to film mm-hmm. i feel like people don't people don't give them the same speech mm. but i personally feel like the same speech applies in both industries it would be a shame but i say people like tyler perry doing what they're doing i've seen more tyler perry's this is, this is true well, obviously, like you pretty much, um, like we just spoke about, yeah, I, I feel like with these criterias here, you can kind of um, meet the criteria by just doing the other things in it where people don't really care about. So in terms of the representation and the marketing and also the training opportun- opportunities and, and paid apprenticeships, you can kind of satisfy those requirements in every film, you know what I'm saying? And nobody will really care about it. It won't really change the actual output of the film. Mm-hmm. But I bring it up because I'm just thinking... What if we were to continue along this this, this particular um, train of thinking, right? Mm. Where it spills over from the Oscars, for example, into the MTV Awards, and mm. into the BAFTAs and yeah. all them other things, right? And people start to focus on the main thing, which is that, wait a minute, for films, I know this is a bit extreme, of course, but for films, what if we were to actually try to force these directors and writers to have people from different groups who are underrepresented into the films so that we can create a change? Would you guys still think that's that's a good thing? No. Okay. Cool. Say that one more time. Sorry. No, I, no, I, no I, I actually don't get it. So, so basically, um, if the, if they were to say, you know what, let's actually focus, let's just have one criteria, which mm-hmm. is that for the lead sub, um, and significant supporting actors, the actual general general ensemble of the cast, the storyline, the mm-hmm. subject matter, we were to kind of enforce certain laws. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you won't get Oscars. Mm-hmm. Would that be a, a good thing? Even though the, the motivation is to try and bring more inclusivity and diversity. I think it would be. So if, if you were... So you're a writer, right? You're, you're making a film this time and the third. Yeah. You feel as though you wouldn't mind 
if they were like, look, for us to actually give you an award if, if your film is actually good enough, make sure you, you tick off this. Your lead or your significant actors need to be either an Asian, black American, someone from Hawaii, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Them type of things. Or 30% um, of all the actors in your thingy have to be from like two of those groups. Yeah. So women, racial group, yeah. LGBT or disabled. And the subject matter has to be centered on an underrepresented uh, underrepresented group, the same for women, racial, LGBT. Da, 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 da. When it says the subject matter, is that like the storyline, what the yes, story is about? Yes, yeah. Has to be centered about an issue like that? Yeah. But that wouldn't make sense there because then every film is going to be about the oppression. Mm. Yeah. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. One of those three. So one of those three. If they said to you, look, your lead or significant supporting actor has to be from this group. Yeah. Or the 30% of all the actors in your film. Or, or and. Or, or. Okay. So one of these three. Right? Yeah, it can make that happen. Are you sure that's talking to the actual storyline of the movie as opposed to just the actual oh, yeah. No, no, the storyline is one of those three. So what I'm saying is, yeah. right, lead and supporting yeah. actor, yeah. the fakes in the cast, yeah. and the storyline. So mm. one of those three. Okay, okay. So you have a big you have a big the storyline or you pick the lead. Exactly. But that's what, yeah, but that wouldn't be, I don't think that would be an issue. You you, you wouldn't feel some type of way. No, because when I walk to the cinema, I'm seeing ninety eight percent white anyway. So if that became seventy percent I wouldn't see an issue because, again, for me, it's... I feel like when you're casting... It's like we were talking about... I can't remember what we were talking about the other day, but if you're casting, you're casting for the role. So whether that person is black, white, Asian, or whatever, mm-hmm. is the role, isn't it? Can the person deliver the role? Mm. And they can. So, yes, they're 30% black, Asian, or whatever, but I think... When I think about a lot of things I watch, it's 95-plus percent white. So if I'm seeing less white people, mm. I don't think that's an issue. I think what that means is then all the... Other ethnic, what ethnic minorities that are going to um, art school and busting and doing so much to try and get in the industry means they get a chance to get in the industry. I don't think that will affect anything unless you're picking a storyline. But again, you don't have to because if your storyline is not doesn't have to be about one of these society issues, mm. then you just fulfill thirty percent of the cast being from another ethnic um, group. All right, let me let me throw this in there. Right, um, last week, uh, Rich was here. Right, he's an mm. actor. Right. And we were talking about um, how experience can aid you in the playing of a particular role. If you're now implementing these things, right, mm-hmm. do you think potentially you're now bringing people to do a particular role? That, yeah, they can act, right, but the authenticity of the, of the actual role isn't really being met. Because now you're forcing me to, to put, um, I don't know, s- someone of a particular um, background into a role that they have no experience in. But that's the thing that we talked about this last week. Yeah. The people mm-hmm. that are um that we that play a certain role in TV mm-hmm. and in the in real life they're not that they're not what they played. Mm-hmm. It's because they we believe that that's what they that's how they lived in real life because they're mm-hmm. great actors. So it's not about like I don't think opening up statistics means that you then will settle with mediocre people. No, because again for the role you're still going with good actors and actresses and you have that out there. Mm. So I don't think I don't know if what, what I'm saying is, yeah. is it translating out mm-hmm. what I'm thinking in my head. I don't think yeah. it's gonna be an issue. I don't think it's gonna be an issue. If you're if you're hiring for a, a um like we talked about last week, you're hiring for a um gay role mm-hmm. and it's a straight guy playing it, but he's great at it because he's a great actor. Mm-hmm. Same way you got a gay role and you got a straight guy playing it because he's a great actor. So in the same way, we unless it's like a thing where you're doing a film on Viola Davis, mm-hmm. now you got Becky with a good hair playing her, mm-hmm. that's different. That mm. impacts the story, but unless if it's not if that's not the case, mm. I don't think it can impact the story. But say me and you now, we're we're great actors now. We're the best in this room, right? Mm-hmm. 
But because of diversity laws now, they, they, they're shunning us for these guys here. Yeah, but that's the thing though. Even though they're, they're, good as well. us, they're not they're showing good. us for these guys in this room because there's other rooms with other great people in there. So you just got to pick one of those great people there. No, but I'm kind of making that all all of that in, in the same room kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Let's just say now we're we're the best qualified for the, for this job, but because we we're, we're not LGB or because we're not you need to be finishing the sentence. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> LGBT. You're not part of the community. Just say part part of the community. Yeah, because you're not part of that community, right? Yeah. We we now are not necessarily going to get that role. Yeah. Is that unfair? No, because again, disadvantaged groups have to sit back and watch people who are mediocre mm. get stuff that they know they they can do better. But because they are disadvantaged groups, they can't get it. There's a lot of black actors who will sit back and watch a white man play, even though race is not important to that character. Mm -hmm. They've watched what mediocre um, white people or Caucasian people play the roles that they know that they could do better in. In the same way, works the same way with people within the LGBTQ community. Where I sit back and I'm watching someone who's not, who wouldn't do a great as a of of a job mm -hmm. for that. So I think if if it's if they're gonna get some kind of benefit, then they can. But again, my mind doesn't work to believe that there's like five great actors within that yeah. community. If you cast your audition net far and wide enough, you will find people. Again, if they're gonna be doing all these apprenticeships and stuff, that means they are they're gonna be young um, rising actors that you can mentor, you can nurture, and whatever, and they're gonna be great. I don't think it's going to be... I don't think implementing these rules means that we're about to start seeing a whole bunch of mediocre... Anyone can just come off the high street and just audition because you're gay now or because I'm a black I'm a black woman, I'm going to get the role. I feel like there's still going to be a, a level of standard met within that. They're going to have to, though, because yeah, I, I feel like otherwise there'll be a lot of uproar. Yeah. yeah. So the standard it's has just to be giving people, Yeah, I, I feel I, like I, it's giving people an opportunity who would never really typically have the opportunity. It's just making them now... A point of contact. The same mm. way with company, a lot of companies now do the whole thing about, you know, hiring, you have to have this certain amount of black people within your company. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean, like, so you can be a, a white person who's, who's great or whatever, but that doesn't mean there's not, other, there's not black people that are great as well. It's just, it's just, what it does, it just allows more people who are great, who have studied, who work on the art, it, it gives them that doorway to come in. I, I, I'm agreeing with you, but I, I, I don't necessarily think that sometimes those people are the best. And, and, and what that is now basically saying to the people is, you don't necessarily have to be the best to get this role. Because like, like in the example I was, I was saying, me and you are the best. But that's the thing though, them saying that the presence of one is not the absence of the other. Yes. Them saying you have to belong to this community does not mean you have to be mediocre and belong to this community because there'll be people who belong in the community who will not get a job for shit. Mm -hmm. Know why? Because they're bad actors. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So again, yeah. it's, it's not, I don't think them saying, because this is, we want black women or we want um, people from the LGBTQ community, that means that you come as you are mediocre. No, because within those communities, there's a lot of people within this community, within those communities. So as a black woman, I have to make sure my, my, I'm, my craft is sick because mm -hmm. there's another black woman who might get the role over me because she's better than me. So within the LGBTQ community, there might be a, a gay guy who gets the role over me, even though I'm a gay guy, because he's better, he's better than me. I don't think it's that. I don't think it's going to open the floodgates for mediocrity. I hear, what, I hear what you're saying, but but I, I don't want you to make the example too extreme where I'm saying that um, if somebody from that group is mediocre, they should still get it. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you're in a room with other great actors. Because remember, we know in films, loads of great actors yeah. go for, for the role, right? But only one gets chosen. And I'm just basically saying, what if you and I, you said whatever, we're the best for that role? 
right? We are the, the clear best. Mm. But because there's another great actor, they're great. I'm not saying they're mediocre. They're great. But they're not better than me, right? They should still get it simply because they're underrepresented. I think, this, I think personally, I think that's fair. Okay. We talked about this early yeah, TDA yeah, yeah. days and like companies and oh, stuff yeah, like yeah, and hiring. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, think they sh- I think they should get it. Okay. Because otherwise, then people would, this is exactly why they put the rule in place. Because they would never get jobs. Okay, let, let's kind of see it from the other angle, guys, right? Do you feel as though if that was now implemented, potentially you could be closing the door on other people from that same underrepresented group? So what I mean by that is, for example, say Marks and Yusuf now are the best at the particular group that um, you're from, right? But then you guys are always the guys we, we come to. So every film now that we want a particular person from that group to be in, like we come to you guys. Kind of like um, the, the Mexican guy we were talking about last week, yeah. where it's like, he's the go-to guy. And so other Mexicans don't get a try mm. because you're the most reliable, you're the most experienced. Yeah. So we only go for you. Mm. Couldn't that be something that now messes up the rest of the people in that particular industry? I hear it, but then they need to also up. understand that there's not only one person for that job. This is it. I think a lot of but industries are like that, though, anyway. Yeah. That's what's going to happen, though. We're human beings. Because mm. you, you remember, you're not doing it out of love. You're doing it because I have to. You're forcing me to do it. This, this is why I don't believe in hindering people's freedoms. Because now it's like I'm just doing taking exercise. I think mm. that could happen, but I think that will happen in um, minor roles. Okay. I don't think it happening. I don't think the star of every movie will be the same person. But you might have a lot of people, the same people in minor roles. Mm. I mean, because this is still a film business at the end of the day. No one's directors, you know, um, showrunners. They ain't gonna let that ruin their, their art. They're gonna find loopholes and how they can best help these rules serve them, mm. as opposed to just following these rules to the T. You know what I mean, okay, okay. So you d- you don't think like even because like we even see it with Tarantino films, right? You know, he's always got the same guys. Yeah. Always the Samuel L. Jackson. There's always gonna be a you know what I mean certain yeah. guys that he's go to. You don't feel as though people may kind of adopt that same thing, because it will still it will still be like a different film. Well, if it happens already, then I guess there's nothing. There's there's no change if it, if it already happens. Because mm. mm. you have you have directors who have their favorites that you have their mm. friends and they they give their friends roles and one on one. So if it already happens, then I guess this is just this ain't this ain't not new then. Mm. All right, but what do what do you think about that particular idea? If they were to implement that. <laughs> I wasn't listening. <laughs> I'm doing two things at once. Okay. Mm. I thought you had had it, to be honest. Huh? I thought you were going to tag Mugs in at some point, but it was just you and Oscar doing this. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to go that way. All right. <laughs> all right. You actually, know what I think Yeah, exactly. Mugs kind of answer. I think it's all not for like foolishness. Like, I get it, but I'm, I'm not. I think people should um, get things on merit. Mm. And I think anybody that... um worked hard to get where they are and any positions they're in should be allowed to do whatever they want with it all that nepotism and stuff or whatever it's just a game man um yeah like saying that you're like i don't like people dictating to man what they have to do about oh yeah my lead has to be this or the story has to be this or whatever of course there's bare films that's that's not gonna affect because people are just gonna do what they're doing anyway but it's just a it's just it's just it's just actually in the mindset to me i wouldn't like it if I was the director, if I was the writer, if I was, I wouldn't like anybody telling me what I have to do. So the idea of it doesn't really, mm-hmm. doesn't really work for me. You get me? I'd rather just leave people to do what they're doing. But that's just me. Okay, okay. Um, I want, I want to read out something that Mr. Fernand said. Right? He said, "There's no such thing as meritocracy when certain demographics 
have had advantages their whole acting life in comparison to others. Is that true? Because now this particular group has had um, advantages like their whole life, how we then now want to talk about merit when they're already at that level, you know what I'm saying? And other people now who, again, may have the same skill, but because they're not part of that advantage group, mm. don't really get a chance. How, how do we now bring them to the forefront? And what you're saying, this is the way? Yeah, I think so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you know but it's like what you're saying. People mm. are gonna get missed. People are gonna get are gonna get missed that anyway. Like like you're saying, when you go to the certain demographics and you go to the people, it's just gonna be the same people that's always getting used in that. So like, it's the same kind of thing's gonna happen. It's not just gonna like spread down to everybody. Mm. I don't think you could control these kind of things. And with anything, there's always loopholes in that, isn't it? Mm-hmm. There's Definitely. always there's always loopholes in that. Their cast and all that, the bad people, the diversity would just be bare, the sound man and makeup artists and thing. Mm-hmm. Get me? It's not going to affect their. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I mean, if it, do you think? Do you think it was a problem that needed addressing? I mean, because I'm not fully well, not, I'm not in the industry at all, right? But so I, I may not necessarily see it as an issue. But I'm not somebody who's an aspiring actor who's, who's struggled with getting roles in this time and third, you know what I mean? But I kind of use the same principle across the, uh, across the board. And I don't, I don't think that you should be taking away people's freedoms for, for what you may call the greater good. I, I really don't believe that. I believe it's, it's going to have a repercussion in other areas of life where it doesn't really pay to do that. So if you're forcing me, I'm, I'm an artist, I'm a writer, I'm a director, you're forcing me to put people into my film that I don't want to be there for reasons that I have, personal reasons, whatever it may be. Are you a, are you, you're a film fan? Yeah. Do you feel underrepresented in films that you watch for your, in your spare time? No. Do you find yourself watching movies thinking, this is bullshit? No. Never? No, I don't think so. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's probably, that's, do you, have, do you, have you ever felt like that? No, because I watch a lot of black movies. I have a lot mm. of black movies. I've watched black, I've watched black movies my whole entire life. Exactly, I've got a massive collection of black films. So to me, I don't, I ever feel that. I um, feel that way when I watch stuff like um, the pharaohs and stuff, the Egyptians. Oh, oh, that Gods of Egypt was stupid. Yeah, that was ridiculous though. Yeah, like whoever's done the casting of that was <laughs> <laughs> like that was really. I think anybody watching that should feel like that. Like, that was stupid. Like, absolutely stupid. You get what I'm trying to say? And you know what, though? Because when that stuff came out in Egypt and all that, yeah, they were saying that, like, that, um, when they make them when they make them kind of movies and all that, they're saying, like, if you look like the leads are always white and then, like, the, it's always the mm-hmm. slaves and that are the other people of colour and black or that, whatever. And they... So maybe it's because of stuff like that where they want to put mm. these things in place or things like that can't really happen or less. You get yeah, me? yeah. I, I understand it, but I think my... Obviously, I don't want to make this about like politics and all them type of things there, yeah, but I feel like people who kind of... I right, forget that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I just feel like if you're taking away people's thingies, like, I don't think it ever, long term anyway, ends up being a good thing. I don't think so. I really don't think so. If there's work, if you go tell people they got to work within parameters, it must do something to stifle creativity in some way, so, shape, or form. Yeah. So, are you are you against affirmative action then? 
Um, pretty much, yeah. Really? Good, yeah. yeah. I, I don't really necessarily. I don't really think that that's the best way to get the to get the uh, desired aim. I, I don't think so. Okay. I think it does help, yeah. but kind of like what I was saying before, you then get a situation where it's like. We, it's just a ticking exercise. Yeah, we've got two blacks in here. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. But they may not be the best for the job. So what about the, the other black person who's amazing and are struggling to get in because now you've just got in some regular black guy that you can control? If you had, if you had two candidates who were kind of on the same level, mm -hmm. um, let's say one was white, one was black. Yeah. Let's say the white candidate was a bit better than the black one. Mm. Not The margin wasn't crazy, but he mm. was better. Would you hire the black person Still, or would you hire the white person? Oh, as me, myself, no, personally. You, me personally, yeah. Yeah, I, I hire the black person. Yeah. But but I think I think that's because that's just because of how I see things, yeah. see life, right? But also because I, I believe I can train that black person to that level because that margin's not large. But if that margin is large, mm. and I've got to do a hell of a lot of work, and I'm yeah. paying him, the black guy, the same yeah. amount of money, yeah. as the I, I don't yeah. see why I'm doing that. But I don't so, think uh, affirmative it? action negates merit. It doesn't. It doesn't. But it what, doesn't. What? So that same question though, would you encourage yeah. a company, like obviously you being about, you know, black representation, would you encourage a company, say, a, I don't know, JP Morgan, mm -hmm. to adopt that same philosophy where if you have two candidates, one mm. white, one black, mm. and let's say the white candidate is a bit better, let's say the white candidate is a 10 and mm. the black candidate is an eight and a half, right? Okay. Would you encourage white corporations to adopt that philosophy? You know what? Because we're trying to fill a quota or just mm. even just being fair, you know, giving people giving people opportunity. Would mm. you then say hire the eight point five as opposed to hiring the ten because the eight point five is black? But but then I I I I think that's kind of it's just not fair. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. because the guy who's a ten worked hard to to become a ten out of ten. Yeah. Why am I rewarding the eight point five? One because eight point five isn't bad. It's it's not bad, but it's not two because not the eight point five might have faced so much you know barriers to mm. where his his progression has been stifled somewhat. So it's like he needs that opportunity. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I get the reason behind it, but I just, I just don't necessarily think that's the best way to, to go about. Are it. Are we saying you'd hire someone that's at eight point five instead of the ten? If the eight point five is, is black, yeah, and I need to represent. If I if I felt like I wanted to, you know, you know, have black employees and a black business and and help put money in black people's pockets, then yeah, I would. What about if you wanted to be the best you can be and have your business give it the best chance of succeeding? What about that? Wouldn't that be more important? Again, that's why I used eight point five and ten. I didn't say five and ten. Eight point five to me, like even I said, even with training, I can I can help you get to a ten. So, but my answer, my answer, my answer is, is still yes. I would. Okay. Because Kanye hires all white people. Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, but that's his problem. I don't think it's because they can do what he needs to do. Mm. And he just likes to hire white people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, again, like, uh, to kind of go back to what you're saying, uh, Ben, about affirmative action is not necessarily about. Yeah, because you said that you you don't agree with affirmative action, and then the example you used yeah. was based on the merit. Merit, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, it's not really a good example. I I, I don't fully agree with it because of um, what I believe can happen. Um, like I was saying earlier. But hold on, question though. Mm. So with, um. The new black. Yeah. What type of company are you trying to make that in terms of its employees, white or black? I mean, it needs to be a majority black, isn't it? Yeah. The so black-owned thing, black, everything, black. Yeah, so what if, but that's what I'm saying. So companies companies can adopt that, that philosophy where mm. they, they want their 
So, for example, right, let's just say you want the new black to be all black, right? Okay. But let's just say you're getting a lot of candidates yeah. and they're just not, they're not as good. They're not as good as you want them to be. Mm -hmm. CVs ain't great. Interviews ain't going great, mm -hmm. right? You're going to keep pursuing until you find those black gems as opposed to going going white, right? Because you want this company to be black no matter what. Not necessarily. Okay. No, but because, because it's, it's still a business. It's, this is not a, no, 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 a, a hobby and project. No, so. and, that's, and that's, that's the question. So, yeah. for example, let's just say, for whatever reason, mm -hmm. your dream of having the new black be completely black represented, represented mm -hmm. didn't go the way you wanted to go. This mm -hmm. is to you as well, Ben, of course. You'd be happy to have white employees. Exceptional whites are welcome over here, man. We're not missing no meals. What are we doing here? We want the best. We want the best for ourselves. The thing is, you lot, you lot, you lot are negating my question. I'm not trying to even catch you lot out. I'm asking a simple question. Isn't it? No, no. Would yeah. you be? Would I, you be happy for the new black to mm. be all white employees? All white. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. Cool. No. <laughs> we can. We can. We can start here. We can. We can get going. All white. No, not at all. Eighty percent white. No. 60% white? But, but, wait, wait, no. Carry on. 60% six, 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 white? No, it can't be no majority white. So, because remember, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, 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 that's a question I'm getting at though. Because, <laughs> because you know what it is? This is the problem I'm having right now. Mm. I feel like everything you lot stand for yeah. is blackness, yeah. black, represent, black representation. Mm -hmm. I feel like I've been on this show for quite a long time and I feel like you guys would favor black people over white people. So to hear that, you're not for affirmative action. You're not for diversity. You're not for this. It's like it's surprising to me because I feel like that's what you lot always talk about. Let, yeah, let, let me get why you to qualify the whole affirmative action. <laughs> you know I mean? Because yeah, yeah, initially what you said it didn't give enough information. An example of that. Yeah, yeah. Like, we're here, and if you get a white Mr. Rotation, you get a white better shade queen. Yeah, we out. I'm like, this is not what you lot <laughs> you were to, talking about. Let, let me let me add a bit more context. Yeah, the other day, um, Christy Whatever. sent me something. Yeah, about um, rap TV. Christy? Oh yeah. Some, yeah, and, no, I, and I said, <laughs> big up Christy, Christy. Um, I, I said the I said, same thing as well. Yeah, cool. And, yeah. I, and I sent to you, Esther, right? And this is basically about um, the people who I believe um, started the rumor of Jamie Foxx being still in hospital, finished yeah. basically, right? Yeah. And his daughter had to come out. So I'm doing like some red and real. Sorry about that. No, y'all two for four. <laughs> we, did the, we did the 50 cent one. It's great. <laughs> Less time, we can leave. We can leave when we need to. <laughs> but but basically, um, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, the, the question is, wait a minute. Rap TV, they're saying they represent, I guess, whatever the 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 ethos is, right? Yeah. And you know, they're positioning um, in this black industry. You go to the Instagram mm. page, their website. Mm. Everything's black, 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 mm. right? But yeah, it's white and Jewish people in the background that's controlling everything. Everyone in the mm. senior positions, yeah. all of them, right? Yeah. Makes you think about a potential agenda. But fine. Look at the industry they're in. Look at the industry TMB is going to be in. How can we say we're representing and, and giving a voice to black people and have white people giving us that voice? That's what I was saying. That's what I'm saying. So it wouldn't make sense to have white people like that. Yeah. But if we was just a company making computers, right? Yeah, but I you're have not, to look yeah, at but you're not, and That's I'm, what yeah, I'm trying to yeah, say to I'm, you. Yeah, no, but I'm not asking you this question based on a hypothetical company making computers. I'm yeah. asking you the question based on the new black. So let's, let's take the new black as yeah. what it is, yeah. the mission statement and what you want it to be. Yeah. So... It goes back to my original point mm. of if you had a black mm -hmm. um, employee who's an 8.5 or a yeah. 10, being that your goal is to make this company black run, mm -hmm. then I'm assuming you would pick the 8.5 black over the 10 white. Yeah, but, but this is why I gave the example of, like for me, yeah. I would, yeah, cool, because I can train up that particular person. Yeah. And also, because of the company that it is, mm. this is about black representation, 
not, not just behind the scenes, but in the front, yeah. black people talking about black culture. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that 10 from the white guy really yeah. isn't a 10. It's a six. Because he can't talk about the things and do the things that that 8.5 can do. Because automatically, it doesn't take the requirement of having experience and being a black person. But this is why I, I liken the whole thing to a computer thing, for example, or any other type of business that doesn't really um, t- touch on race-related issues, right? It's, it's different. There, there's no race, there's no culture um, element to it. It's just down to, are you good at this? Are you good at that? And in that particular setting, I can understand why I would pick the 10, the, the white person who's a 10, because mm. the reality is you are better than this guy who's 8.5. Why should I like risk my business because of... Some quota. Why? He's better. You know what I'm saying? If we're both 8.5, I could be like, okay, cool. You know what? Da, 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 da. Or both 10s. Da, 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 da. But he's better. He's worked hard to get there. He, he, you know what I'm saying? Like, he was born white, yeah. But with being born white, he wasn't born with um, automatic five points. He had to work to get to be, to be a 10. You know what I'm saying? I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. But hearing you speak and, you know, just the way you back black people and just the movement and da-da-da. This to me kind of contradicts what I believe you're about. Okay. But, yeah. But how, how though? Because remember, like I, I've always said, like black people, like without me going off on the going yeah. off on money, right? Like I don't think there's anything black people can't do. So, so my thing is, if we're gonna do something for black people, we can get the best of the black people, and they will be the best. Period. You know, I don't believe I have to get a subpar black. Do you get I'm coming from? So, so like, the best of the best would be black. That's how I see it. Yeah, no, I hear you. Hey, man, I said that he, the white people that we hire, he wants them to work in the cafeteria, <laughs> in the kitchen, <laughs> <laughs> taking out the rubbish, the cleaners. <laughs> no, but 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 this, like is, Mark, this is real, like, M- Max. I know you saying that you can't trust anything I'm saying. No, but but like Max was saying though, like. Nightfall, I can't chime in. Yusuf is asking Emmanuel questions. Crapping. <laughs> Nightfall, you're a little vocal, ain't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, but like uh, like uh, Marcus Pittman said there, like like you you want the best. Excellence is, is the main thing. You know what I'm saying? But I feel as though in a black company with the ethos of black people, right, yeah. at at, a, at, a, at the forefront, how is the best going to be white when we're talking about the the, the promotion promoting of black? everything black you automatically can't necessarily meet us at a certain level if that yeah, makes no, sense. you know you answered my question in regards oh, to that but um i i think i think we can move on man unless you guys want to say something don't look next at headlines basically <laughs> <laughs> seems to think that you kind of favor whites over blacks to be honest. impossible don't know why nobody ever will say it <laughs> All right, so our next headline takes us to Sudan, where the Sudan Armed Forces, the SAF, have accused the paramilitary rapid support forces, the RSF, of attacking worshippers in a church in Omdurman, which is a city adjacent to the capital, Khartoum. The army, in a statement on Sunday, claimed RSF shot at worshippers in the blessed church of Omdurman against international humanitarian law and established customs. But in a Twitter post, the RSF denied that it had attacked the church and instead accused an extremist group aligned with the SAF of being behind the attack. The force also accused SAF of assassinating an official of the F- Football Federation, Amir Asabala, 
and other killings in the capital. Earlier, SAF had accused RSF of attacking two hospitals in Khartoum and urged the international community to recognize the group as a terrorist organization. Violence continues in the country despite deals signed in Saudi Arabia last week, which requires the war size to facilitate humanitarian aid and to protect civilians. Next headline, trigger warning here, and at least 33 people were killed when gunmen opened fired fire on vegetable um, farmers in the jihadist hit region of Burkina Faso. This was said by the, the, the governor on Saturday. A state of emergency has been, forced, has been in force um, in eight of Burkina Faso's 13 regions since March, eight out of 13. The attack on the farmers happened on Thursday evening around 1700. Uh, he said the village of Yulu in the, in the department of Chiriba in Mohun province suffered a cowardly and barbaric terrorist attack. The government targeted peaceful civilians who were farming along the river, he said. He being um, the governor, Babo Pierre Basinga. And he also added that the provisional death toll included 33 people. Local sources said heavily armed assailants on motorcycles had fired indiscriminately on the farmers and the victims were buried on the Friday. And the last headline is a bit of a wild one, yeah? And basically, the US Senator, John Neely Kennedy, has come out and listen, listen to what he said. He said Mexicans would be eating cat food out of a can and living in the tent behind Outback Steakhouse restaurants if it were not if it were not for their nation's proximity to the US and their country should be invaded because of the presence of drug cartels there. This is crazy. So the Louisiana's uh, Republicans' racist remarks drew a strong condemnation from Mexico's Foreign Affairs Secretary, Marcelo Ebrard, who called Kennedy a profoundly ignorant man. Mexico's president, Obrador, meanwhile urged 37 million Americans of Mexican descent, along with other Latinos in the US, not to vote for people with this very arrogant, very offensive, and very foolish mentality in the future. Kennedy's rant came on Wednesday during the Senate Appropriations Subcommittee hearing that in part focused on the Drug Enforcement Administration's budget, the DEA's budget. Kennedy told DEA Administrator Anne Milgram that she and other members of the Biden White House should pressure Lopez Obrador to let US military and law enforcement officials storm into his country and stop the cartels. Kennedy said, make them a deal he can't refuse. Can't refuse, pardon me. And that's it for the headlines. Thank you. Let's get into Word on Road. Okay, my first news is like so exciting to me. I'm so, so proud of her. So there's a Nigerian chef. Her name is Hilda Bassi. And basically, she set out to break the Guinness World Book no, the Guinness World Record for the longest cooking marathon by an individual. The How time... Sorry? How long was it? So the time, the previous holder um, is an Indian lady and her name is Lata Tondon. She's actually based in London. She's an Indian chef. And she got 87 hours and 45 minutes. Hilda set out to do 96 hours. She started Thursday at 4pm and she's broken the record. But she's still going. She's got so six she's hours left. She's still cooking. She's still cooking. She's been cooking for four days since Thursday. 4 p.m. I'm so proud of her. Like, I don't even have the words. I'm stupid proud of her. So officially, she has broken the record because she's at, sorry, she's got Insta Live. She is at 90 minutes and five, no, 90 hours and five minutes at the moment. Mm. And she's going to be done 4 p.m. today. Wow. God willing. Um, so basically, with every hour that she cooks, she earns herself five minutes rest. Okay. So... With a day, which makes sense because I was thinking, how is she? Four yeah, days? but if you think about mm. 
she's because I remember the last time I watched it when I watched it yesterday, she earned herself an hour's rest. So she's been cooking for ninety six. So if she had ninety six hours, fresh probably would have got before I was rested. And the Indian lady too. Sorry. Huh? Oh, she's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. I'm so, like I'm so proud of her. Yeah, she has been. People have been eating. I want to say the food. Do you know what I need? Yeah, because remember when Salt Bay went viral. Now he has a restaurant, whatever. I need her to have, to have a moment? restaurant because I will be going when I go to Nigeria. I'm so like incredibly proud of her. It's so amazing. Obviously, she's got like sponsorships and all that kind of stuff. Sis has been cooking every dish you can imagine. Like people have had dinner, then they have breakfast, then they have mid brunch, then they have lunch. Like, she's been cooking, and people have also been saying how the like the quality of the food has not dipped once. Like sis is on job with everything. I'm mm. so proud of her. And of course, she's had a lot of like celebrities go and support her. Tia Savage was there. Um, there's been a lot of people. People can even get discount codes. Is on she Uber. a celebrity chef or just a normal? No, she's just a normal chef. Okay. She won a competition though um, for um, Jollof Rice, like a Nigerian competition, stuff like that. I think she won like $5,000, I believe. So she wasn't, she, I don't think she was, she wasn't who's like a celebrity, this? celebrity before. Who's, who's, who's this? Who? This one. That's the chef. That's Hilda? Yeah. Who's this? Hilda. Interesting. Obviously, makeup and lighting and stuff like that. And she's been going for 96 hours. I don't think this is the time that you want to be doing all of this. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, because I, I was Googling. Even, <laughs> even I'm confused. <laughs> I'm like, huh? Let's get back in the bottle. <laughs> I was already in the car. You sort of dropped out. But yeah, so I'm really, really proud of her. I'm so like I'm so excited for her. People have been there. They've been like throwing like kind of like a I guess like a party just to keep her spirits alive. They've been mm. singing to her. People have been performing. Like it's been such a vibe. Like just looking at the videos and stuff, it's been such a vibe. Like they've had the hosts as well. I'm so proud of her, man. So I'm she's officially broken it, and her target is 96 hours. So that's sick. And it's also really cool because the lady who had the previous record. Um, she also posted on Instagram, so Chef Latta. She posted on Instagram and said, All the best, Hilda, and I hope to see you on official site, on the official site of Guinness Book of World Records soon. <laughs> I feel like that's so that's just so encouraging, like women supporting women, it's just beautiful. And that lady as well, she did a TED talk as well, talking about, you know, making that record. So I'm excited for what's to come for Hilda, because that discipline is mad. And to just have the mind and to just 96 hours. Honey. The restaurant. Sorry? Anybody just turn up to the restaurant? It's not, no, but so it's where she's cooking, it's not a restaurant. It's oh. like a big, it's like this space, and they kind of created a kitchen. Okay. So imagine like a set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But basically, it's got like a lot of outdoor space. Yeah. So there's like bare people coming in and out and like oh, okay. partying and all that kind of stuff. But sense. she's she's um, secluded, yeah. basically. And then you can kind of go, you can only go as far, oh. basically, while she's cooking and stuff. But she's had like good sponsorships, obviously. She's she needs. Huh? She's sleeping. Not exactly. So she's had like no nap. So for every hour she does, she earns five minutes rest. Yeah, I don't know how to do that math. But yeah. So it's like an hour, maybe like a day, an hour sleep for a day, for 24 hours maybe. And obviously you can't miss your alarm or anything like that. It's so cute. And her mum was there as well. And her parents have been there as well, supporting her. And like, it's proper sick, man. Like the outpouring of love from the community has just been so warm to see. I hate that there's been some political um, leaders who have obviously gone for photo ops and whatever. I think, well, we're very proud of you. Well, shut up because people don't people in Nigeria who achieve great things don't achieve that because of the government support or because mm. of things that they've put in place. They achieve it because of how they are, and it annoys me that they they use that as their political thing now. Because the governor he was talking about, you know, you know Nigerians is just the youth and shut up because that's the same youth that you killed. 
So there's that. But big up Hilda. Um, big up Hilda. That's absolutely amazing. And yeah, 4 p.m. She would have done 96 hours. <laughs> and then obviously I was going to talk about the whole 50 Cent um, stars thing. So basically, episodes leaked, blah, blah. They all reacted to it. Woody McCain, Woody McClain, sorry. He said he feels like Kane because he knows who leaked it. And then um, Brayden, he said, he's got a picture of him and Tariq and some other guy. Then it goes, um, this is the guy who, who leaked it um, to mess with our massive ratings. So I, can't, I feel like they're all kind of just joking about... Because obviously I get it. What can you the do? ratings are going to drip. And it drop. is. Yeah. But I feel like I have been seeing a lot of people talking about they're going to watch it anyway. So hopefully it wouldn't because of that. Mm. But 50 Cent said, he said, give it up for the only network that leaks its biggest shows. He said, great work, guys. You know that man didn't use it, allegedly. But mm. people are basically saying that 50 Cent did it. They're saying they did it. Because I guess if this is the last... His last season with them, he's leaving them. You're gonna fidget like he, you know, why he's, do you he's think messing he's doing with, it though? Because he's messing with their money as well. Because he's already signed, he's already season four's already go ahead. He's already signed with whoever he is that he's signed with. Mm. So he's messing with their money too. Because they're not gonna get the money they should get from the ratings and stuff like that. So mm. and he's petty, you know. That man will lose anything yeah. just for a chance to be petty. No, you're right. But um, yeah, and then what else do I have for you? Yeah, then Jamie Foxx. You man said about um, Rap TV, they're the ones who are behind it. But his daughter basically came out and she said, update from the family. Sad to see how the media runs wild. My dad has been out of the hospital for weeks, recuperating. In fact, he was playing pickleball yesterday. Thanks for everyone's praise and support. We have an exciting work announcement coming next week too. So it appears Jamie Foxx is good. And Rap TV just started a rumour. And the rumour they started was basically that his loved ones are preparing for the worst. And it's crazy because everyone literally picked up, like every Sky, Yahoo, everyone was reporting it. Yeah. And then went, so some guy on TikTok basically did a whole video going to Google who is behind Rap TV. And it's all, like email was saying, they're all white men. And there were some guys, or well, some black guys saying how they basically hired him to be like head of something, to do like content or whatever. And while, I feel like he had signed a contract or whatever and they just randomly messaged him and said, oh, sorry, we've gotten rid of this position now. And so it's interesting that they're all white there, but yeah. Where is that your phone, bro? Poor man's tennis. Pickleball. Oh. And then, rumours that I hope, I really hope is not true, <laughs> honey. I hope it's not true. But also, in the media scene, there is a lot of, um, what's it called? Public. Publicity stunts. Mm. What's it when you're in a relationship or you agree to be in a relationship? You're not really in a relationship. There's a word for it. But anyway, it's basically, yeah, basically people get together in relationships to help each other's images and to gain something. And yeah. it's basically strategic. They're not actually in love. They don't. It's just a, it's a thing. It's a media thing. But basically, there's rumours circulating, TMZ reported, that Jonathan Majors and Megan Good are allegedly... Um, dating. Dating. They didn't say allegedly. I am. Because I just refuse... For this to be true. So obviously, I've told you guys about Jonathan Majors and he's facing, um, he's currently facing assault charges and um, all of that is still ongoing. And of course, Megan Good, she was married to Devon Franklin for nine years and they officially divorced as well. I was actually looking into all of that stuff. I didn't know she had a, she had a interview, a solo interview with Essence. Really, really good interview. I absolutely loved reading through it. But basically, she's not the one who called the divorce, he called the divorce. Um, and she did not see it coming either. But she said she has no hate in her heart and she's like he's still a very lovely person, a good person. It's just that was 
it just didn't work out. And she mm. said she doesn't doubt. She doesn't regret the relationship, doesn't regret their marriage, doesn't regret anything that happened. It's just he was there for that season and that's basically that. But there's no word from either of them that they are going out with each other. So it will be interesting. Because obviously the lady who's alleging that he, well, the main story, the first one, is where people will come out. Was his girlfriend. So mm. if you're dating Megan Good, how do you have a girlfriend? But then again, men be men in. So it's just that. Why, why is you unhappy about it? I want better for her. I think I want a, I want a cleaner image for her. She's too good for him. I'm a, I'm, I wouldn't be dating a guy if he's currently in court for abuse charges. When that, all of that's sorted out, then we can see what's going on here. But I'm not getting involved in all of that in messy, the, in the that messiness. Yeah. And she's got a good show on what's it called Amazon Prime. Obviously, I know he does Marvel stuff, but he's getting fired left, right and centre. I'm not missing my bag for love. That is so dead. That's really what it is. But I hear you. Yeah. We'll see what happens. That's all from me. Let's get into the People's Journal. All right, guys, welcome to the People's Journal. I'll give you the news from an economics point of view. How many of you lot been in uh, a Tesla? Mm. Me. I have. I'm getting one. Serious? Yeah, it's nice, man. Cheers. Lovely car, it's beautiful. Okay, I've been mm. in one. Actually, I have. A, mm, I think I have, actually. Okay, cool. Actually, so, no, I haven't. I don't know. All right, so... Right. No, okay. But obviously, um, you guys know that they're, they're known for obviously being electric or whatever, but also self-driving, innit? Do you guys trust that self-driving um, feature? No. no. <laughs> All of you said no. Mm-mm. Brent, what about you? Yeah, I'd I'd sit behind the wheel. I'll try it for a little short journey. Go. Mm. It's quite good. Well, okay, so so you wouldn't sit in the passenger <laughs> <laughs> and allow the thing just to be turning. Yeah, I would. Serious? Yeah. Hold okay. on. Would you do it for a long haul trip, or do you just do it yeah. down down the road? Long haul trip, especially on the motorways and stuff. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Obviously. Uh, it could be uh, part of the beta program, innit? <laughs> okay. But so far, I think it's been good. A lot okay. of people use it. Uh, well, I say that because the UK's first driverless bus is beginning passenger service in Edinburgh. Yeah, that's, so, right, that's, that's like a tram. Yeah, yeah, they don't have driverless. That's all right. No, but no. Trams, you're on a you're on an actual a track that yeah. you follow. Yeah. That's different than the bus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's but so when wait. I get on the bus, I don't really think about the driver anyway. I just assume it's going to take me where I need to go. Because you know there's a driver. Yes. <laughs> exactly. So, but so wait. The, mm. Sorry. Go on. So you wouldn't get on a bus, Brent? That's not what and I said. And a driverless... No, I'm asking. Okay. Sorry. I, I apologise. Accountability. Would you get on a driverless bus? Sorry, I was being pathetic for, for a moment. Sorry, what was that again? <laughs> I know how you play with me. I don't know why you play with me when you know how I am. Carry on. <laughs> Sorry. Carry on. It was just us two, man. We had a moment. I told you I've got PTSD. God. <laughs> Still get the shit. I would get in a bus that has a driverless um driver. Okay. Cool. So dramatic. Just say I would go on a bus that doesn't have a driver. What's it? The driverless driver. Sorry. What about you guys? You said did you get in a bus? Yeah, I would. Serious? No, a taxi bus. Because the bus is bigger. It doesn't crash. There's less chance I'm gonna die. <laughs> so we just stand in the middle, just in case. <laughs> so if it crashes, maybe you're not I on do. The maybe side, I don't. You're not, you know what I'm saying? What do you mean? Because you like say you're on the side now, and it crashes, yeah. right? Yeah. And it hits that side. You're, you're kind of finishing it, but you don't know where the crash is gonna be. So no, maybe I'm, in the middle. I'm, I'm just, in my mind, I was imagining the head-on collision. 
<laughs> all right, cool. Mm. All right. Well, yeah, man, this is what it's looking like. I, I guess to some degree, we kind of could tell in the future this is how things will be. See, it? they're basically trying to get rid of us. They're not going to need us anymore. They're taking our jobs. Listen, when we were talking about the AI module when you guys were not understanding with ASOS and that, well, you're all ASOS <laughs> now. <laughs> well, in what, the mediocre jobs? All right, <laughs> yeah. The quote-unquote mediocre. Karen's on marks. So people understand the reference, right? If it is, you don't. It's just a callback. But the mediocre jobs. Yes. Oh, so you're acknowledging that they are mediocre jobs. No, I'm just period to you. So if if you're referring to it, I mean that must be that acknowledgement. Means it rings true to you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it rings true to your so ears. So AI basically is taking over. <laughs> <the mediocre jobs. laughs> we have an AI lawyer one day. They got a DLR anyway. The same thing. Yeah, yeah, but oh, yeah. yeah, on the track and that. Yeah, but it's still driverless. What if they just set yeah. tracks for buses now? Yeah. Yeah, like <laughs> they did trams. No, because when <laughs> you think, when you go to, if you go to Croydon, <laughs> if you go to, I don't know what you're laughing about. I'm about to put all of you to shame. <laughs> <laughs> when you go to Croydon, yeah, the traffic light stops and then the tram goes. It's on the, the trams are on the main road. The same road that the bus goes off, that you go on with your tricycle, that you go on with your Jeep. It's the same road the trams are on, and all they have to do, if you know the bus, the bus stops, all the bus has to do is stop when it gets to the next bus stop. Okay, I get what you're trying What's to say. What's funny now? So you're basically saying the bus <laughs> will Everyone's become a yeah, car. Yeah, yeah. But, you're, but you're basically saying the bus will become a tram. But if it's driverless, it is basically. It's but just we call it a bus. bus. It's basically the same thing. No, but no, it's tram, it's no, but trams, trams can't deviate from the actual track, whereas mm. a bus with wheels. The roads are unpredictable. Anything can happen. Mm. That's why I said put a track, put tracks on them, and then they're not devi- they're not deviating. Oh, you said put right. tracks. That's how this conversation started. I said I, put I tracks you, on them. I know you said. And then basically, that's the same thing. Mm. So, you, so basically, eliminate buses. That's how trams everywhere then. Basically. It's a bus. It's still a bus. It's still red. I just made a suggestion. I don't have to sort out the, the you know the technicals of it all. <laughs> all right. Anyway, so basically, this bus here, despite um, it being driverless, the bus will operate with two staff on board. Because obviously, it's just it's just now being rolled out in it. Oh, but so like a plane. Creating jobs. Thank you very much, Brent. <laughs> creating jobs. Oh, yeah, it is. Because yes. a bus driver has one driver usually. There you go. So for those people who are kind of scared, like I was saying the other day, scared of you know, technology and things like that, you never know. Obviously, this won't be forever, though, innit? Because eventually, I guess, years down the line, when it becomes more reliable and whatnot, people won't be there, innit? But, yeah, man. It seems like we're going there, man. So, um, Yeah. That's what that situation is. It's going to begin today um, in, <laughs> in in Edinburgh. Um, also, I just want to touch on the whole um, 100% mortgages um, like we spoke about last week. Um, just in case you guys are aware, as in people listening or whatever, um, buyers and banks need to be very careful with 100% mortgages. This is according to what the Bank of England has been saying, right? So they're saying, obviously, we, we, we kind of, in effect, don't want the same situation as, as prior to 2008, you know what I'm saying, where, where everyone was just getting a mortgage easily you know what i'm saying and then people when they default on their situation now just collapse the whole economy but even just on a personal level are you able to maintain it so right now skipton's um they've um they're one of the the, the, the front runners of this 100 percent mortgage um scheme and what they're requiring from people is 12 months of on-time rental payments and good credit history which t- to be fair i think is, is all right man a, l- a lot of people obviously who, who are renting should have their on-time thingy, especially direct debit. And if they've got good, good credit history, it seems like a no-brainer for you if you, if that's what you kind of want to go by. 
go for. Um, pardon me, but um, yeah, some people are basically saying you have to be careful of it because if you can't if you can't manage it now, that's that's it pretty much. You know what I'm saying? It's the same type of situation as before. Like if you default, like if if you if you're renting and you can't continue your rent payments, obviously the landlord could just kick you out, or you can beg the landlord for this, that, and the third, or whatever. You know what I mean? That, that that's the extent of it. But if you've got a home and you default on your payments and they take it from you, that's that that asset gone. That's your credit history messed up. And you know what I'm saying? So obviously the risks are there. So um yeah, Bank of England is pretty much warning people to be careful about that particular deal before you go into it. Um also, uh, last few things, just um not much to really touch on. And this is just that the UK grew um grew, but only weekly as in opposite strong, um, in the first three months of the year um, with the economy hit by strikes, cost of living pressures and wet weather. We pretty much spoke about this all the time in it, but um, this is kind of like a, a bit of a roundup um, according to some figures that the Bank of England were, um, pretty much released, well, sorry, the ONS um, released. And um, yeah, so pretty much the economy grew by just 0.1% between January and March, and um, it still remains smaller than levels seen before the COVID pandemic. The UK is also lagging behind in terms of growth um, in the economy when compared to other economies around the world as well. So there's still a lot that needs to be done. But it seems like things are still um, are, are doing all right. You know what I'm saying? Compared to Canada, which is at 0.6%, Italy 0.5%, United States 0.3%, France is 0.2%. So these guys are doing a lot better. Germany, though, surprisingly, is at 0%. You know what I'm saying? So they're kind of been kind of stagnant to some degree but again everyone's kind of just um struggling with um the resi residue of um covid and obviously the cost of living crisis but yeah that's that's pretty much it man that's pretty much it for the people's journal okay well let's get into the rotation next <laughs> Best one out of that lot then. 
Icon. Icon. Yeah. You guys think Icon is the best rap song with uh, with kids on the hook? Say the list again, please. Um, Icon, Hard Not Life, Jay Z, anything Jay Z, Busta Rhymes, Get Out, Jaheem, Fabulous, Mace, Welcome Back, Gucci Mane, Lemonade, um, Corrupt, I'm a fuck. Sorry, Corrupt, It's Over, and Trick Daddy, I'm a fuck. I like it's over. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. Yeah. What's this over? It's over. It's, it's over, over now. Move over. over. It's my over turn now. now. It's over. over. The game shut down. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think hard knock life for me. Yeah. And, and like any time as well, though. Anything. Sorry, anything. Yeah, anything's called as well. Anything's called as well. But yeah. But the song overall, though, um, for me, no real replay value. It's a nice, positive song, and that's. Single and obviously it's a change from what Dirk normally does. He's normally about ops and gang shit and stuff. And so this is a nice change of direction. Yeah. <laughs> I put. I thought it wasn't on today. Meeting done, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. All right. Uh, next, I know Marg's listening to this. Cause I see some of his tweets. Uh, put a paper. Potter Paper released his um, brand new album, Real Back in Style. Uh, 15 tracks, no features. I think this is his first album off of his, his Death Jam deal. Um, I think it's cold. I think it's very cold. Um, in terms of like musicality, just the instrumentation, the beats are, the beats are hard. The beats are hard. Uh, you can tell they, they spent money on this. Um, and just even the raps, the way he kind of paints stories and you know imagery and describes his life and the the come up, the struggle, the pain, all the shit he's been through. Um, I think he paints it. He kind of takes you. He, he takes you there. Uh, you kind of feel his, I guess, his passion and his pain and where he's coming from. Um, and it's just it's sick, bro. What's your thoughts, man? Yeah, no, the album's dope, man. I've played it a few times. Yeah. I don't even know what songs in there are like, because I don't even know what they're called. Because yeah. I just play it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I, just, yeah. I just let it run. I ain't really skipped it. Actually, yeah. when I, yesterday, I thought, well, I might skip, actually. But yeah. Yeah. For the most part, production's cold. Yeah, production's really cold. He's, um, as far as the rap goes, he's, he's, one, he, he's one of the best. He's one of the best at the minute as well. Mm. And he definitely delivered on it. It's just, you can just hear that. You can just hear... I don't know, man. It's just made a good project, man. It's like, um, it's mad because I feel the same about about Crop Circle too. Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say like yeah. when I listen to it, I just like this is decent, man. Yeah, like you cool. know, like it's put together well. Yeah, like music's been a bit, music's been a bit shit recently, man. Like there's not much substance in it for me anyway, especially yeah. like the UK shit. You yeah. know what I'm trying to say that, and I'm listening to these man's projects, and it's like these men are working, man. Like they're making music, like they're not just putting shit out for the yeah. sake of putting it out. You know what I'm trying to say that they're in the lab. They're doing their thing. Yeah, yeah. You get me, like, um, yeah, man. Potter's pot, 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 Potter's one's cold, and he just seems, um, he seems hungry on it, man. Like his cadence and that. Like there's certain tracks where, like, you could just hear his passion or like he's got yeah. a bit more aggression or a bit yeah. more energy and certain yeah. things and that. You get what I'm trying to say? Like he's, yeah, man. It's done. It's done well, man. It's dope, man. Yeah, it's dope. Hope you enjoyed it. Still, I say so far my favorite track is probably a million. Um, that one's cold still. Yeah, multifaceted. It's cold as well. Um, I think Scenes is another one that I liked. 
I um, like all of them, man. That's the yeah, biggest thing. It don't, it don't even make sense. I listened to it twice, twice over. Um, yeah, it's dope, man. It's dope. I feel like this album's giving me this, the same vibes of not vibes musically, but just what I thought about the the beats when I first heard J House Common Sense. I thought, okay, this guy's taking production to another level, like life instrumentation, regal, rich. It's, it's, the beats are like this is money in it. I kind of feel the same way, same way about this. I just feel like. A lot of money, a lot of um, time, a lot of thought was put behind the production. I just think it's taken production to kind of another another level. Um, so yeah, it's dope, man. And the fact that he's got no features too, it's cold. Like he done it by himself. Like there's no features on this at all. Yeah, that's it. Still rapping for 15 tracks. I think I think that's it. I think that's a that's a feat in itself because people are so quick to run to features and have an album flooded with features and to have a whole album by yourself. In this day and age, I think is um, commendable. Yeah, you can. He's built out that kind of that kind of fan base and that kind of yeah, following. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Like that yeah. people that listen to that, that yeah. want like that real rap and that. Yeah, there's yeah. not a lot of man. Yeah, there's not a lot of man that can get it. You get me? So he can do that because when you listen to it, there's not even like a um, there's not even like a big single on there. No, not even the single was actually um, blame Brexit and that song's gritty. Oh, okay. blame Brexit the single, yeah. Yeah, that was the first. That was the first song that came out. If I'm not mistaken, if I'm if I'm speaking correctly, uh, that that song's hard, gritty. It's for the streets. It's got videos to it as well. So if that's for when I for when that was the first song, I kind of knew what the tone would be, um, or that definitely painted a nice a nice um, tone for me. But yeah, no, it's dope, man. I'm, I'm definitely gonna listen to it again. And it's something you can run, you can listen to all the way through as well. It's very cohesive. It's something I don't, I don't really feel the need to skip anything. There's not. Yeah, I don't really feel the need to skip anything. There's not. Like, even, if, even if um, even if it's not like. Like, even if like you're not loving the song, if that yeah, makes yeah. sense, there's no real reason to, to, skip, to, to skip it. Yeah, if just, that makes sense, yeah, like, you yeah. could just like you could just let like just, just, yeah, let, yeah, yeah. just let it ride, didn't it? Like, let it ride, kind of thing. Like. Yeah, yeah, and he's got the only reason why I would skip some songs because he he's got um, skits at the end of, of some songs, and sometimes they drag on a bit too long. Okay, but yeah, apart yeah, from yeah. the skits at the end of the songs, I'll just let it play. Is it multifaceted or something like that? There's one of them where the beat is mental. It, it might be that one, you know, because that that beat is a bit. It's a bit cold still. It's more up tempo as well. Yeah, it's yeah, cold. I, I think I think that's that's the one. It might be it might be more faceted. One of them it might be more faceted. One of them I, I heard it. I was like, Whew. yeah, that one's cold. Yeah, he always does that. He picks beats that make me want to rap. Mm. Yeah, to be fair, to be fair. Okay. <laughs> rap yeah. again. You know, he did that for. Not it. When I was listening to it on the weekend, I was like, yeah, I want to rap. Could, yeah, I could, I could hear my on a lot of these. You done it again. I can't tell when you. Have to. <laughs> <laughs> Rate yourself, brother. Rate yourself, brother. Come on. No, nah, you'd be, you'd be, you'd be onto something. Potter's one of the only people that actually do that to me. You know? Yeah. Like I don't listen to music. I listen to music like for music. Yeah. But I listen to Potter. Yeah. And I get a bit like. Yeah. Competitive. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like fiending like, to get back on the Mac. Yeah, I listen to Potter. Like, back in the booth. Yeah, because like, maybe because because it's too good. I think that's probably yeah. what it is. Maybe I'm competitive. And I listen to him and it's like it's too good. Yeah. I'm like, no, nah, this is cold. Someone needs to do something about this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I also think like the way he raps, like not that he's always shouting, but it's always passion in yeah. everything he says. That's kind of how you do it. Mm. You understand? Yeah. So when it's when it is your hair right now, you're like, <clears throat> how can it just be hair? Mm. You understand? I don't know. That's just that's just me talking. Yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, are you any of you two a fan of uh, Janelle Monae or even Marks? I don't know who I this woman. Is. I don't know who this woman is. I just keep seeing people seeing yeah. tweeting about her. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I asked who this woman is, and they never really gave me no. So she's a singer. She's a singer, 
Um, she's in everything. An she, she acts as well. Yeah, yeah, she's a star. She was signed to Bad Boy initially. Oh, she is still signed She's stunning boy. though. Wait, is this because she, she got is. her titties out or something? She's done a music video and apparently it's porn. Basically, throughout her, I haven't seen the video yet. I'm, Neither I, so I'm annoyed. Basically, throughout her whole career, she always wore suits. Yeah. And she, and she always covered her body. She wore suits. She was on a Charlie Chaplin thing. Mm. But with fashion, with, with pizzazz. That's yeah. been her thing, isn't it? But now, she seems to be rebranding with a more of a sexy image. So the other day, she, was at, she had a show and she just flashed her, her breasts. She's got very nice breasts. I thought you were about to play the video. I think oh, I've seen this drawn before. What is she in? What has she done? She's in everything. She's in a um What she's in a show was she been? What 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 something f- big that I would know? The Why movie would... on Netflix. On Netflix, yeah. Um, <coughs> with Daniel Craig. Yeah. What? What's that? Um, it's like a detective. Let's go in the movie section of her name. I watched that shit. What else? I never knew she was in movies. To be fair, that's the most recent for me. What's yeah. her biggest thing then? What is she? Say it's more research. No, her biggest thing is she's a, she's a musician. It's not. I've never heard her sing. I don't think she's known more for. Because I don't want to know why I know her face. She's always dressing stunning and she always wins the awards when we have the award shows and then people are dressing up and then she's normally dressing up. She's the best man. But yeah, um, anyway, I wish I watched her video though because that was actually on my to-do list by never. Um, so she's she's announced a new album. It's called The Age of Pleasure. Very uh, provocative title. Uh, coming out um, <laughs> on the 11th of June. She's released two songs off it. Um, Float and Lipstick Lover. I actually played both of them. They're actually, they're actually quite quite decent. Um, but yeah, I was just more so surprised at her, I guess, her rebrand. Mm. You know what I mean? She's outside like Gina. <laughs> what? Wow. <laughs> you little bitch. <laughs> Ooh. More of a sexier... Oh, shut up. We're not doing that. I ain't talking about you. About <laughs> oh, you get defensive, mate. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I just wanted to, you know, bring that up. And then lastly, um, I saw a list that I kind of wanted to get you guys' thoughts on. Um, so there's a list of the top 50 hip-hop beats of all time. I'm not going to run through all the 50, but I just want to read out a few and see whether or not you lot agree with the top 10 and maybe if you feel like there's some omission. Hidden figures. Yeah. That's why I know her face. Sorry. What, what's, what, what? I just clutched his... I didn't even clutch his hand. No, what's, that's why. That's, what's, that's, that's, that's what's, why. What's hidden figure, sorry? The, 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 the black guy that was working for NASA and thing. Mm. She was in something else. I've not seen that. No. Um, it's like... It's, really it's, really it's like race... It's like, oh, she's in another film where, like, she goes back in time. Like, she's normal and then something happens and then goes back in time to, like, slave times. Oh. It's like know. a... It's like a... I watched it on the plane. I forgot what it's called. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, uh, Harriet? No. I never knew she was even an actress. This is all news to me. But before I read out this list, right, if I said, said to you guys, oh, what's the, your top two hip hop beats of all time? What what comes to mind straight away? You sure it wasn't Harriet? Um, it's too difficult, you know. Um, P Anything? Rock, um, yeah. Troy. Okay, yep. To reminisce over you. Yeah. Um, Anybody, Brent? Any, any? If Is I said to you, yeah, if I said to you, what's the greatest hip hop beat of all time? What beat? Yeah, beat. Yeah, not song, just a beat. Does anything spring at you straight away? Margs, anything spring at you straight away? Um, go on, say it. No, I don't have say, one. Say, say it, wankster. No, you idiot. 
No, actually. Uh, I was going to say... Um, um, a Neptune's beat. Okay. Oh, let me just find it. All right. Mm. Anyway, I'll read off. the. There's a top 50 list. This is made by Rap Caviar, yeah? This is their top 10. Yeah. Um, go on. Obviously, I'm not, I'm not a rap head, innit? Mm. But I'm going to say Mob Deep Shook Ones. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll, 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 we'll get to that. So, um, Missy Elliott, Get Your Freak On was number 10. Travis Scott, Sicko Mode was number nine. Uh, Mike Jones, Still Tipping was number eight. All About the Benjamins remix was number seven. I don't agree with that. I think the original was better than the remix. Uh, Kanye West Power was number six. Lil Wayne and Millie was number five. Biggie Who Shot Ya was number four. Clips Grinding was number three. Mob Deep Shook Ones part two was number two. And number one, according to Rap Caviar, the best hip hop beat of all time is Dr. Dre Still Dre. I don't think this list is good, you know. It wouldn't be my list. I don't know. I couldn't even make a list, but that, there's a lot of them songs on there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm happy I made it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't a rap head, so any 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 beats you think? Sh- Obviously, there's the top fifty. I've already read out ten in it, mm. so I want to see if you like, say any other beats that are part of the fifty. Tears of Joy, Cross. No, that beats hard, but it's not it's not mm. on the list. But off of, off of that album though, BMF is it? BMF. BMF yeah. is um, yeah. thirty five on this list. Um, you got. I'm just gonna read a random random song. Just give you guys an idea. Raphael's anthem is number 36. Mm. Uh, Future, Mask Off is number 34. Uh, yeah, I can agree with that. Um, you've got Eric B and Rakim, Page and Fool, 48. Mm. Um, Kendrick Lamar, Mad City is number 43. Um, Chief Keith, I don't like, um, is number 50. Um, Craig Mack, Flav- Craig Mack, Flavor in yeah. Your Ear, 21. Yeah. Dipset Anthem, 22. Um, Mick, Mick Mill, Dreams and Nightmares, number 29. Mm. Um, Niggas in Paris, 14. Oh, Niggas in Paris is good. Wu-Tang Cream, number 12. Uh, Big Pimpin, 17. Gina, this Big Pimpin's for... top there as well, actually. Yeah. This one's for us. Rich Boy, Throw Some D's, <laughs> number 16. Mm. <laughs> that's high up there, though. Throw Some D's, uh, But yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah. some of the others, isn't it? Dun, 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 um, but yeah. Do, 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 do. Well, that's iconic, you know. Yeah, Big Pimpin. Oh, yeah, Big Pimpin definitely yeah. should be... Up there, uh, juvenile high number 42. Storch, isn't it? Scott Storch, yeah. No, nah, that's no, that's Timberland, okay. That's Timberland. When he used to work for Storch, I mean, when he used to work for Timberland, maybe he he might have had parts in the song. I don't know, okay. I don't know, but um, I know <coughs> Timberland is the one who's credited for that. Oh, what about Kanye's um, which one? Oh man, it's on it's on the same album as um, it's the one that um. Jeezy was in a remix. Oh, put oh, on. No, no, not put on. Um, is it Can't, can't Tell You Nothing? That's it. Can't, yeah, tell, can't, tell, can't tell You Nothing. Yeah. I don't really love that song, you know? No. Uh, Ambitious of a Rider, Tupac, number 2031. Mm. Nas, NY State of Mind, 26. Um, what about 15? Oh, sorry. Mm. Troy's here. Troy's number 23. Oh, there. Yeah, Troy's number 50s, 23. 50s, um, what's that track? Um... You know the, the bar where he's like, oh, step on grapes, tell you it's wine. Oh, um... Hustler's Ambition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's that beat's dope. Black Rob, whoa, is number 38. That's mm. a good one. On this. Um, Simon Says on there. Simon Says? Nah. Simon Says mm. not on here. I listened to that the other day, actually. It's a big, big song, you know. <laughs> yeah. I was talking to that with my brother the other day. I was like, bro, do you realise how, like, how cold <laughs> exactly. this song is? Like, yeah. Mad. 
this one. Any, any other notable ones? Throw your hands in the sky. Bop, 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 bop. Parasite running, it's 27. Jada Kiss, um, we're going to make it, 15. Buster Rhymes, put your hands where uh, my eyes can see. It's number 19. Oh, yeah. Good. Is Renegade on there? Renegade, mm. nah. Dr. Dre, nothing but a G thing, number 11. Mm. Yeah, it's a... I, I, I get where they're coming from with some of them, but I don't agree totally. And if I, if I had time to think, I could make a list myself, but yeah. But yeah, just want to get your guys' thoughts on that, man. But yeah, that's the rotation for this week, guys. Is Big One More Chance on there? No, it's not there. No. But they, they, they may see that more as, R, as an R&B beat. Mm. That's true. Yeah. So, what are you going to say? That track <coughs> from Rick Ross. Which one? Um, that um, my favourite group of producers make. Oh, ju- just, Justice League. Whew. Um, I'll find it. All right. All right, cool. Uh, is it Lord? Not Lord Knows. What's Rick Ross and Drake? What's it called? Lord Knows. Is it Lord mm. Knows? Yeah, that's, that's a crazy beat. Hard. Yeah, that's that's off of um. Take care. Aston Martin. <laughs> oh, that's oh, what Aston Martin right. music. Mm. That's what music's called. Yeah. 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 I think Justice League made better though. Huh? <laughs> I think Justice League made better though. Oh no, but Lord Knows is Just Blaze, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Which is? Which oh yeah, that, that's Just Blaze. Sorry. Sorry. That they've made better than that. Um, <laughs> I think Jesus I Pieces, you know. Jesus Pieces? I think so. All right, cool. 10G, is it 10 G's pieces? 10 G's pieces, yeah. 10 G's pieces? I would say yeah. Aston Martin is better. Seriously? Yeah. Big yeah. wise? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Nightfall did say, I think one of the best, I can't believe this went past me. Nightfall yeah. to infinity. You know what? That's one of the best beats. I think, I, I, think I, I mentioned that, that was on the list. Mm. Um, that's, that's definitely one of the best I'm beats. I'm sure ever. I mentioned that that was there because I, I know I saw that. That's by um, Souls of Mischief. Is it there? Is it nine three to infinity? I'm pretty sure I saw it. Maybe I didn't. Is Faking Jacks on there? Faking Jacks. Yeah. Um, no. Pete Rock and I and I. No. You got the Loonies. Um, I got five on it. It's number twenty. No, 93 to infinity is not there, but I'm f- did I sit now? Nah. Oh, Grandmaster Flash and the Fury of Five, the message is number 13. Old school. Mm. But yeah, man. Oh. That's it for the rotation, guys. Let's get into more headlines. Mm. All right. Oh, sorry. Mm. It is there. Mm. Number 47. Okay. Okay. Number 47. Was a mischief, 93 to you? All right, so our first headline, uh, some black excellence here. And the United States Senate Majority Leader, Charles Chuck Schumer, on Wednesday announced the confirmation of a Jamaican-American to serve as a district judge on the prestigious United States District Court for the Eastern District of New York, the EDNY. And her name is Aurelia Merchant. And so Schumer um, said he forwarded the name of the Bronx-born and Brooklyn resident Aurelia Merchant whose father is a first-generation Jamaican-American for the EDNY to the Biden administration and championed her nomination. She's one of the, she's one of the most diverse rosters. Um, sorry, she is on one of the most diverse rosters of judicial picks by the Biden administration. The Senate confirmed her by a 51 to 48 vote. So bigger up, man. Um, next headline, trigger warning here, and a powerful cyclone has hit the coastlines of Bangladesh and Myanmar 
after intensifying um, into the equivalent of a Category 5 storm. Cyclone Mocha did not make a landfall at the wildest, sorry, at the world's largest refugee camp in Cox's Bazar, as earlier feared, but still destroyed hundreds of makeshift shelters in the camp. At least five people have been reported dead in Myanmar. Um, no casualties have been reported in Bangladesh so far. By late Sunday, the storm had largely passed, uh, but Bangladesh's disaster official, Kamal Hassan, said that the cyclone caused no major damage in his country, but landslides and floods are still hitting the area. And the last headline, trigger warning here, a 17-year-old migrant who arrived unaccompanied in the US from Honduras has died in government, in government custody. The boy who died at a shelter facility in Florida was identified by the Honduran Foreign Agency, Foreign Affairs Office as Angel Eduardo Espinoza. The US Department of Health and Human Services, HHS, acknowledged the death in a statement that did not name him or say how he died, but US officials have, have braced in recent days for an influx of border crossings. On a Friday, Enrique Reina, who is the Secretary of Foreign Affairs in Honduras, said on Twitter that a death had occurred at a shelter in Safety Harbor, which is a city on the Tampa Bay coastline in western Florida. The shelter is managed by the HHS Office of Refugee Resettlement, which is in charge of housing and caring for unaccompanied migrant children. But Mr. Reina said his government was in contact with the teenager's family and called for an exhaustive investigation into the circumstances of his death. The boy had been in U.S. custody for five days, this is what a source told the CBS News. Um, he was found unconscious on Wednesday morning, taken to a local hospital, and was pronounced dead an hour later. Sad news. That's it for the headlines. All right, well, he's a dime for it. Let's get into the reaction. Just before we get into the reaction, right? Well, it's reaction based, but... So yesterday I went to Mo Gilligan's um, BAFTA after party here. As I walked in, Patrick Vieira was walking out. Oh, Patrick. I saw Patrick. Went to the bar. I saw Lehman, Gilberto Silva, and Vincent Company. Just having a little chat. I went to the bathroom. I saw Jermaine Genius. I was like, right, this is a football, football affair. Okay, then. Yeah, shout out, shout out Patrick. And even last week, actually, I dropped my girl's mum at the airport. I went to the check-in point. I see Carney. I said, Carney. I gave him the salute and I gave him the, the <laughs> chest. He looked at me, he gave me the salute back. He gave me the, I said, my G. <laughs> I said, my Love G. that for you. So in about, in about, in the space of two weeks, I've, I've seen four Arsenal legends in the flesh. I love that for the you. The little boy in me is very excited. Was very excited. That's what I want to say. I want to share my little story. No, I love that for you. Yeah. All right, cool. So, obviously, wisdom. Yeah, wisdom. No, I'm saying. Thank you. That was a good, nice little uplifting story, just to offset all the doom and gloom. <laughs> doom, doom and gloom. It's like I was so happy. I was so happy. Now I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, we had a wonderful weekend of football. You get me? Like it went off. It really went off. Um. The top four race is really heating up because Newcastle dropped points again. You get me? Man United dispatched of Wolves nicely. Southampton are out of there, innit? Southampton are done, dusted. Yeah, relegated. Relegated, which makes our games against them even more frustrating because we couldn't beat them. Mm. And they got relegated. 
Nottingham Forest picked up a point against Chelsea at the bridge, which was amazing because they're, I think, what are they, like four points clear at the minute? So they're still going to be fighting. Like, it's really going off. It is absolutely going off. But the result of the weekend would have to be Arsenal Brighton, isn't it? Yeah. And, um,. It was mad because obviously, like I was, I, I was telling you, you get me, and you was like, "We're not gonna sit here." Like you said, one thing we're not gonna do is sit here and act like Brighton or anything. That's what you said to me. That wasn't my words. Not verbatim, but like, do I believe that Arsenal are better team than Brighton? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. So my confidence was there because I believe we're a better team, but we played like shit. No, but I was telling you there's the potential for the um, banana skin and the slip-up. And you proper, literally, you stopped me in my tracks and you was like, bro, one second. Because I was telling you how good they play football and whatnot, whatnot, whatnot. And yeah. you literally stopped me and said, brother, one thing we're not going to do here mm. is act like Brighton or a thing. No, it wasn't that. It was act like Brighton or better than Arsenal. No, not better than you. I was saying, like, it's a problem, isn't it? And, remember, when, when, and then when I realised it was... Um, it was at home. Yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, for real, you should have enough to get Listen, back. I support Arsenal, innit? So I, I have to have confidence in my team. i got to back my team. I backed my team to win, and we lost. Where do, what, what do you think? Also, Brighton are Arsenal's bogey team. It's official. No, the last we, time they was there, they we, won, innit? We haven't... I think we've never beat them at the Emirates. Oh, they've always beat us at the Emirates. They've beat us... Um, they beat us in the FA Cup. Yeah, Brighton always kind of have our number, innit? Um, but it, do you it, think they played good or more you played bad? I think it was a weird game, man. Because even how the game started, you had Martinelli, who was just being very aggressive, running around, fighting people. Like, it was just... We didn't have control of the game at all. Um, I felt like we just didn't... Precision didn't show up. Sloppy mistakes again. Trossard trying to do a flick, and then they scoring off the back. Oh, let me not even get started on the first goal. Kivior just went down because he's... Someone steps on the back of his foot, his boot came off. So he just... As the corner came in, he just stopped, went down to 10 to his foot. Everyone else just stopped as well. And the guy had a free header. It was poor. When I looked at it, I thought, this can't be real. It was ridiculous. I think we, would, we were just poor. We were poor. And it just shows Arsenal are too inconsistent. You can go to St. James's Park and you can beat Newcastle 2-0. And then the following week, at home, you lose to Brighton 3-0. It's like, and I hope that they weren't like deflated because um, Man City beat Everton. I, I hope they weren't. That's not the reason why they were deflated because... No one really thought that ever we're going to beat Man City. We were praying for a miracle, but you can't rest all your laurels on other teams, innit? I just feel like we just didn't show up. And for me, I'm not annoyed about the title thing right now because for me, the title's over at West Ham, at Southampton, whatever. I'm annoyed if we lost 3-0. Mm. We lost 3-0. You know what I'm trying to say? We lost. We went out in a whimper. We lost 3-0. Right, come on, man. Like At least I would. if we would have lost... A hard fought game, and we would have maybe lost two one, three two, whatever. But to lose three 0 in that manner at home was in terrible. A title, yeah, in a title it was terrible. Charges it was terrible. It what did you make of it, Brent? It was bad. Mm. What? Mm. Listen, mm. <laughs> now speak we, up, man. We played poorly. Brighton was on point. That's what I said. Mm. Okay then. Yeah. And obviously, I don't need to ask you how you feel. You're just. You're just proud of the season, isn't it? Hundred percent. Is is it officially done now? It was done for me. It was done with the three draws. It was done. All I was doing was saying, you know what, finish the season well in case City slip up, hoping for a miracle. I was hoping for a miracle the last couple of weeks because that's what we could do. We got to keep winning our games in case City 
somehow, some way, lose two games or something. But that was never going to happen. It was just wishful thinking, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Like to me, those three draws was when it was done. You know, that's that's nine points. You know, if we would have gotten decent points for them three games, we could have afforded to lose to City and Brighton and still be ahead of Man City now. That's how much of a buffer we had. These took nine points from a possible twenty-one or something like that. What's that? These took nine points from a possible twenty-one or something. I ain't done the maths, but if, if that's the case, then God, God damn. Yeah, I think I had the last. Is it? Is, would it be in this run? I had the last twenty-one yeah. available. He's took nine. I think it's poor. It's poor. And again, the title. Yeah, that would be three. Yeah, three draws and yeah. two wins, isn't it? Yeah, that that those three draws was when everything was just gone. Even the the, the loss to City was whatever, but those three draws was it, man? To take nine from twenty-one. Is that yeah, at, at the business end of the season when you're yeah. in a race is yeah. perfect? To be totally honest with you, but. I called it. Called what? From the where was it? From the would it be from the like from the from the West Ham game? The last seven, the, like the, the the run of games that I said this is where like all everything else. Yeah, it's fine. But this here, this is it. I think the run of okay, games. You got through everything, all that. But that run of games there, that if run of games there is the nine from the twenty-one. If I'm not mistaken, the run of games that I believe you were calling was Newcastle. Chelsea, Brighton. No, it was, it was like a seven game. Am I, am I, am from, I no, I'm mistaken, bro. Yeah, no, it started, you, it started you from West Ham. It started from West Ham. I don't, I don't believe no, so. No, no, you yes, I did. I was telling you West Ham away is a tough game and you were telling me no, it I'll weren't. I'll finish. Go on, then. I call him right. Okay. You did. This, 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 these three games was in the mix of the games that you said, ooh, it's going to be interesting. But the games that you had us... Um, like losing. Losing or having trouble with, only one of them was the West Ham game. The rest of them, no. What do you mean? What he means is you. Southampton. You you didn't have a solution to Southampton. You didn't see us doing that with Southampton. You no, no, no. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I never knew. Liverpool, you said well, anything can happen at Liverpool. Yeah, I'm not talking about the results. That's forget forget that. That's I'm not speaking that. Yeah, I'm telling you. I'm saying from that. We understood that it was gonna be difficult. Yeah, I'm saying from that. Get I said. Can't say you called it though, can you? I mean, everybody agreed. It's not like a. I said from the West Ham game, there was like a stretch, like seven games or whatever like that. Yeah, and I'm saying it's from here. This is. Everything else is. Remember, I said in um, whatever about the run of games. I'm saying everything else you can get through. I'm saying it's this bit here from the start of here. That whole run to the end of the season. You saying it's not been easy. You saying another easy run. You are trying to say that it's you not. You called it. Yeah, I called that. This what was going to be test when you called it. Huh? What did you? Con- what did we contest when you called it? Well, you were saying you're still going to do it. You're going to win the league in that. No, we didn't. Why are you making stuff up? You said, How does that serve you? No, I did it. You, no, you were confident like to say, obviously, no. you said, I'm not going to wait till the, I'll wait till there's 10 games left. Yeah. By the time there's 10 games left, you you never know what to say. But, and then you've um, you've been doing the whole... Go on. Like, you've been preempting this for weeks. You get what I'm trying to say? Like, I'm just happy with my experience. So I've been consistent. <laughs> huh? So I've been consistent. <laughs> no, you're just trying it. You're just I'm trying it. Trying to say. Like, this season here, yeah, it's like Oli's season, isn't it? But it's probably not even better than Oli's season. Because Oli got to like a what, um, Europa League final, uh, League Cup semi, uh, FA Cup. I told you, going out, going out that Europa League wasn't wasn't the the little light that we thought it would be. Not the Eiffel, because I didn't think it was going to be a light. Right? At least we would have been in something. Like like the whole ah oh, blessing in disguise. Blessing for what, bros? <laughs> Those fans were like, yeah, going out Europa League was a blessing in disguise. Blessing in what? I don't know. I I find it hard to basically feel like how you feel. Which is what? 
like complete and utter despair. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't feel utter dis- despair. I accepted after those three draws. I accepted that the league was done in it. So I'm more annoyed that we lost three nil to Brighton at home as opposed to oh we've lost the league. The league was already gone, right? I'm not in. I'm not in despair. I'm just. I'm just disappointed with the season. You know what I love, because. This season has just been Arsenal and United supporters going at it, right? And there were different reasons as to why it is each one with the under the other one. But yeah. there was a point in time, there was, there was a sweet moment when Arsenal fans really had United fans under their heel mm. and they knew it. And you, you would think it was, the tie was between us and them, right? And I hear that, but I don't. I understand the, the rivalry in as conversation or discourse. Yeah. yeah. But I love the fact that now United's like, <laughs> so I can, I'm laughing at the fact that right now it's not about us losing. It's about the get back now. What do you mean? With the United and Arsenal fans. Y'all are now like, <laughs> but for the longest while, it wasn't even like that. And Arsenal fans actually thought, this could be it. This could be it. We just had to hold on a little bit more, a little bit more. So the, the rivalry is what I'm finding incredibly funny. But that's why I'm, I'm detached from all of it. Mm. I like the fact that he had been changing or moving goalposts from the beginning of the season. Mm. And he had to in order to basically I make move goalposts. I told you I told you that you said weren't going to win the league. No, you though. said United would finish above Arsenal. Yeah, that, that, didn't, that didn't happen. That's not moving the goalposts. I was wrong. No, but this was this was your take. It was your hot take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it's not moving the goalposts. I made a, made a statement it was wrong. That's not moving goalposts. Anyway, and then you started arguing about, all right, once it is that you lose to City, you're finished. But then we bounced back from City, right? And it became healthy again. And you were kind of like, oh, crap, they're going to do it. In fact, wait a minute. Well, after the City loss? <gasps> when did you do what, what? You mean your first loss the to first City? City? Yeah. Okay, yeah, go on, go on, go on. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, you were go saying on. that we were finished then. When it is that we lost Jesus, you said we were finished then. Yeah, I did say that. Did, that didn't happen. Yeah, so didn't happen. Eddie, Eddie and Ketia saved his this skin. This optimistic wave for the longest while. And they weren't even calling anything. No, nope, can't say it, can't say it, can't say it. Even though you were trying to get them to say it. Nope, can't say it. And then, after the, the midway, then they started like, yeah, we're going to do it. Yeah, we're going to do it. Yeah, we're going to do it. And then you're like, all right, cool, got them. So now, let's all watch this because we have... Um, each person has a horse in the race. You are watching, wanting us to basically... So that you could be like, hey, 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 got you. And we should watch that all play out. I loved every single moment of it. You can't get on to me. <laughs> you can't get on to me. Because I've been, I've been saying, I just want the Champions League. And I've got Champions League. And what I want to get onto you for next year is you <sighs> saying that we won't even make top four because every other team is going to be pitting us to it. Watch how next year plays out. All right. User just watch user just watch how next year plays out. User have got so much work to do. User have user have performed above and beyond anything that could be expected so from those players. So much work. Yeah, because it's Explain. gonna because user are, user think yeah you're closer than you are because the the the, the, the elevated play of that squad that you had that. That you shouldn't even have been able to run City so close. It gave you that false hope. That squad's not winning the league. That squad was never. Winning the league, you get what I'm trying to say, and it's so far from winning the league that it's it's next year you're not gonna have to do more than you think because they're not gonna play at that level again. Who's they? The, mo- all of them, like most of them. So you think they're gonna play worse next season? 
Yeah, like, why? Yeah, I don't understand. What, why? What is, what's, what's the justification behind that? Does it make sense? Because you were saying, by that merit, United are not going to play at that level. We're going to play better. We're not playing as good as we could play. <laughs> but yet, Arsenal has reached their peak. No, you are playing a better than you are. You are played better than you are for the whole season. You played better than you are. You know, young players no. get better as they have more experience and they get older. Do you, do you understand that principle? Yeah. But it doesn't apply to Arsenal. The thing is, watching Arsenal play, yeah, I'm not looking at this team and thinking, oh, these are world beaters. I don't feel like they're playing out the skin like you're describing. 100%. Like, I, I'm not thinking, oh my God, these, these guys could, could tuck in Real Madrid at, on a whim. I don't believe that Arsenal are playing to some extreme high level. I think we're playing well, but I don't, I don't think this is the complete, this is the final product. You don't think Yuzo are playing this to a high level? No. Yuzo was, was a number one in the, no, in the, in the Premier League, Premier high, League for about 93 listen, percent listen, of the season. Listen, but listen. you don't think he was playing at a, a high level? High, we, were a, just, we were just all right. We were just not, we was just... Listen, yeah? I, said, I, said, I said world beaters. I said playing to a level to where you believe there's no improvement. Like this is, we've reached our At peak. one point during this season, yeah, Yuzo were playing top level football if you was in Champs League and that and them teams wouldn't want to see you and I feel like the point you're that. making is that we're not going to get any better than this nah exactly and I'm saying that we are going to get better yeah but not next season maybe this season no, what after what he's saying is that we're going to get worse how, how are you saying consistently we were popping to ground popping it you came here and said Arsenal's cooking man yeah you know it wasn't just one of games it was consistently and you you notice the games where it is that we completely became overconfident and we started being stupid. And those are the games that we drew or we lost. Yes? Mm. So you can see that everything was in our hands and you're telling me next year we're going to get worse. Next year, it's that not in your hands. doesn't make any sense to me. Everybody, yeah. Everybody, yeah. So look. Everyone's going to get better but Arsenal. Yes? We're going to get worse. That's what you're saying. Listen. Everybody, is that what yeah? you're saying? no, not like that, yeah. But you're, you're not Talk doing, to me. you're not doing the maths, yeah. Everybody, yeah, is gonna like this, like if like Liverpool and Chelsea are gonna come back to where they're supposed to be. This yeah? is guaranteed, huh? This is guaranteed. I can Liverpool, hear Liverpool, 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 Liverpool. I can hear Liverpool. I can't hear Chelsea. What? They got Poch. Ooh. Ooh, come on, they got Poch. You know what? You don't care about that. No, continue talking. I'm just saying, Liverpool and Chelsea are gonna go back to where they're supposed to go, yeah. Cool. We don't know what Spurs are going to do. So that's shaky. But yeah. last year, Spurs were supposed to finish above yeah. Arsenal. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, This yeah. particular season. Yeah. They were, they were touted as making, making the, the best um, transfer. Spurs, Spurs are a shambles because I don't know what they're going to do. I, don't, I can't, I don't know where they're going to go next year. I can't, I don't, I'm not even going to put them into that equation. Yet, yeah. But then I'll go, but then that's, there's still four there that I've put, you get me? And then with Newcastle being the new boys and, Brighton and that playing well. There's like seven teams in front of you. Zop. No. Your dislike and bias towards it's Arsenal crazy. is making you select us as the team you believe will falter. It's where so there's crazy. a whole <laughs> stem of teams to pick from. But you chose so you chose to pick us. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You chose to pick us. Can I ask you guys a quick question though, yeah? Do, do you feel as though, like based on pattern of behaviour from Arsenal, yeah, for the mm. past 20 years, yeah, that what Marx is saying is, is far-fetched. Wait, wait, to me, what is Marx saying? That it, that they won't be top two. No, no, that's not what he's saying. Oh, he's he saying? said they're not even going to be top, yeah, four. top four. Six. Top, top, top six. Top six. Yeah, top top six. six. 
No, nah, nah, you could do six. six what did you just, the, the teams you just mentioned? <laughs> Let's yeah, go. Well, Man City. Yeah, go on. Man United. Yeah. Liverpool. Yeah. Chelsea. Chelsea Brighton. Newcastle. 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 You think they're all going to finish up Arsenal? Yes. No, but I'm saying that's more, that's more, like, it's more contentious yeah, yeah. now. Where is Arsenal reaching in those, those things that you just mentioned? I think you've got finished like fifth, six, honestly. So who are we going to pip? What, next? Oh, next year? Oh, the people that we just, you just mentioned. Brighton and Newcastle? Yeah, maybe them, man. Sweet. Brighton and Newcastle is going to be not in the top four? Is that what you said? No, I don't think Brighton and Newcastle is Newcastle top four next year. Newcastle? Newcastle's not top four next year. All right, okay. So who's the top four, top four in the team? Um, I'll have to wait and see some some transfers. No, no, Rick, say no. Because you've but already I, said... I ain't seen what the, team, I ain't seen what the teams look like. Arsenal's not even making top I'm not gonna, six. I'm not going to lie. Say, no. I don't even see United be better next season. No? Do you think United's going to be better next season? Based on your current squad, I will get back to you, Manuel. Based on maybe, based on maybe rumors, transfer rumors mm -hmm. around United and around Arsenal, I don't see you guys better. I don't see you guys better than us next season. I honestly, yeah. Considering our team now, the players we may add, I don't know what's happened with United in terms of what players I, you might bring in, whatever. We just, I, we, just we just, we just, um. We literally like fell off a cliff, and then boys are exhausted, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. you can't look at United for like these last two months, right? Like this is not a, not a real reflection of of our team. They're busted. You get what I'm trying to say? Like, but ours is a real reflection of our team. These have been playing once a week for God knows how long. These are in no competition. These are you rested. These are fine. I'm not gonna lie. These are well rested. Fine. You ain't played another game apart from Premier League for a long while as well. Like you've been well rested. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. When the last time you played a game outside of Prem? This is our first time we've had a week off. Since, fam, in months. When was your last FA Cup game? A few weeks ago. When was your last Europa League game? You got knocked out of Europa League time ago. Time ago? Your last four games or five games have been just Prem games. Yeah, but that's what we got. We had to get there, bro. All in the space of time and all them games that we played up and things. You said it was rested. What are you talking about? The boys are busted. In all these competitions you're stating, right? How many more rounds did you go than us? In Europa League, you went one more round than us. Yeah, and um, obviously you you won the Carabao. Yeah, the FA, and, we, and we're in the final in the FA. Yeah. We played every we played every round of football available to us up until this point. What? what? No, well, no. Well, yeah, actually, because the um, Europa League semis have they happened yet? They, have, they ain't happened yet, have they? Europa League semis. They haven't. They haven't no, 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 no. Cool. So we've played every fixture that's been available to us. Yeah. Up until this point, every single one. But I thought for the past maybe like. Five weeks. You guys have just been playing prem games. That's fine, but that's because they're not available. Because we won the because we won the league yeah. cup and we're in the final. We're waiting for yeah, our so final. What, what I mean and now we're at no. So it, you so might be right, but that doesn't that doesn't matter. We no man. <laughs> you, arrested, right? you can't say you that. Arrested right now. No. You How? You've been playing prem games. You've, you've been playing once a week for like six weeks. No, 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 no. That's crazy. This you is the first been. time. No, no, that's that's, that's, that's impossible. That's impossible. That's right, that's Go right, in right, and right, check right, them. Right, check. Right. This is the first time we've had a week off in since since the World Cup. Well, he's checking. Maya, the question was um, based on the last twenty years. Does Mags have a point? Yeah, no, he doesn't. How not? If you stay in true, if you stay in keeping to form, with users up and down the way users have gone, yeah, how, like patterns and that. Well, how what not? What was the point uh, Mags was making? What was the pattern? So Sorry, your um, last five games have been prem games. They haven't been once a week. They have not been once a week. 27th of April. Yeah. 30th of April. Okay. 4th of May. 7th of May. 13th of May. I think you just answered your own question there. Sounds like a lot of games packed into a small... You know what I'm saying? And you all don't have the squad basically to do that. Nah. Interesting. So, Emmanuel, 
What was the pattern? Um, that they kind of flop, and they just don't. That's ever. not what he's saying. He's saying next year we're not even. This year mm. we've been riding the top for the longest while. Mm-hmm. Now we're gonna finish second. He's saying next year we're gonna digress to fifth. Okay. That's not that's not a pattern. That hasn't been the pattern in the last twenty years. No, no, no. I I just meant in terms of like the pattern of Arsenal. Like everyone just sees Arsenal as like bottle jobs, isn't it? Like there's always an opportunity that comes, and then for some reason Arsenal just flop. I need you to, to no, quantify what you're talking about. No, really. When you say this CS has bottle jobs. That's that, Tottenham's name is a bottle job. No, not Tottenham. Arsenal, 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 not bottle jobs. You don't think Arsenal? Ex- explain right, to me. I'll explain to you why Arsenal not bottle jobs, right? Are uh, not bottle jobs. Hear me out. Arsenal win more finals than, than we've lost in our in our history. Yeah, last season like, we bottled top four. Cool, right? But we finished eighth. That's not a bottle job. That's just a shit season. We finish eighth again. That's not a bottle job. That's a shit season. A bottle job is when you're about to win something mm-hmm. and you capitulate. Yeah. We ain't been about to win shit. So where's the bottling? We've we just not been playing well and having. We've had bad seasons. I could understand this season. I could possibly understand last season. Yeah, I think it's because last twenty years. But, but you have to you have to look at it as not just a bottle job in terms of the overall season. The bottle jobs in terms of in individual games, which lead to poor seasons. You know what I'm saying? Because Arsenal. This, no, no, again, this, this, knows, this right? season, okay, cool, cool. Losing a football game where it's, where it's a competitive game is not bottling. Bottling is what we've done when we went 2 0 up against West Ham and Liverpool, mm-hmm. right? That's bottling. When, yeah. you're, when you've got a lead and you're on the front foot and you capitulate, mm-hmm. that's bottling to me. And what we've done this season overall was bottling, as in having the lead we had, being on top of the league yeah, for as long as we did. Yeah, we, yeah, that, mm-hmm. we, we bottled the league this season. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like Arsenal are bottlers in terms of our history. Yeah, that's not our uh, mo. Yeah, yeah. Where you got but, I don't know. Maybe it's just because this is the this is maybe this is the biggest bottle job in football history. That's probably <laughs> why. <laughs> Sounds horrible. It's facts, though. No, just he's, he's talking. Just talking. No, it's, it's, it's facts. <laughs> you know what it is? I'll be honest with you. Right? I'm I'm happy you're saying this because I'm annoyed at this team. Like I believe that we have like what you're saying right now. I know you're adding salt to it. But I feel this way. I feel like we have completely bottled this shit, bro. Okay, one second. Because obviously I'm going to be chatting shit, yeah. 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 But I can't, I can't make up, I can't make up numbers. I can't make up, I can't make up facts. You know what I'm trying to say? Use lot, that list, that thing that was going around, yeah. Use lot spent, it's like 90 something percent on, on, um, on top of the league. Yeah. Yeah. And for you not to win it. The only, the two other highest examples, yeah. Was like seventy something percent and sixty something percent. They're both you. Arsenal are one, two, and three at this. Like the big, the biggest examples in our in our country's football history of bottling the, the league. The top one, two, and three are usual. Like I'm not making this up. No one's never been in the position that you have been in this year and not won the league ever. Never happened. The thing I'm is, I'm not making this up. The thing is, I'll take that. I'll take it because, and I know. We're a young team and we're ahead of schedule and all that stuff. I hear it, but in the moment, pl- things change. The goalposts change, isn't it? And I'm just annoyed that they let this slip in it. It is what it is, but I'm actually with you. All those stats about no team has ever lost the league at this point in time, being this map, we're the ones. Arsenal are always a team to... to, to, to to be the first. To be the first, like, for example. Yeah, we're trendsetters. For example, <laughs> you can have a team who haven't scored in 20 games. You'll do that. Guess what? They'll score against Arsenal. Mm-hmm. That's who we have mm-hmm. been. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's jarring, man. All right. Mark Z. 
Uh, yeah, we spend a lot of money, right? Why do we spend a lot of money? Why do we need to spend a lot of money? What do you mean, why do you need to spend Why it? did we need to spend a lot of money? To improve your team, innit? All right, right? Because we're starting again. Yes. Mm. Cool. At the beginning of this season, where did people predict us to be or finish? I can't, what would I have said? Probably at the same similar places, like fifth or sixth or something. Yeah? Yeah. And this was, all these pundits were saying the same thing, right? Yeah. They were even saying Tottenham was going to basically... No one saw this coming, basically. Lovely, right? Well, as in uh, Ascension or uh, Decline? Ascension. Oh. Mm, mm. And even... Even they were kind of placing other teams in the nice uh, top four, right? No one saw the Newcastle also, right? Mm. Cool, cool, cool. So now during the season, first 10 games, we at the top, right? And you were seeing us playing good, right? Yeah. It was good football that we were playing. And it wasn't just seen as a fluke because we were consistently playing that football, right? Now, Arsenal fans are looking at that and saying, wait, this is what it was we were doing pre-season. I'm seeing this cooking, Right. We started praising uh, Jesus, this annex is great. The mentality is, is great. Um, Tinchenko being at the back there, we're playing nice football. When we lost Jesus, everybody thought, all right, cool, this is finished now. You guys, um, premature, that pre come is going to be bollocks. Lovely. We continued, right? Mm-hmm. We stopped being that fluky, jammy, nah, you guys are turning up. I hear that just about what, no, we were convincingly beating teams and playing well. You saw the pattern of play. You saw that particular DNA that Arteta was looking to basically um, like rule through. But we also knew we didn't have players to come on and change games if, if somebody was injured or somebody was tired or we needed something changed. So 100%, we didn't have the squad to maintain this for the entire season. But we knew that even before we started, right? We didn't get the, the players that we wanted um, as it is that you knew when it is that we were in the, the transfer window. So we were still thinking, we were still lacking, but we were still turning up, turning up, turning up, right? Now, we knew if we lost some key players, I think at the time you were saying, if we lose party, we're finished, right? If we lose Jesus, we're finished. If we lose Saliba, we're finished. This was the spine of the team. And true say, when it is that we didn't have that particular player, you saw it drop a bit. Mm. But we still continued delivering, right? Now, it's not, it's not for me, I'll be stupid to think that we can't now look to build on this come the next transfer window. And that was the window where we were looking to basically get in um, Caicedo, right? He bossed it yesterday. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, if it is that we're able to do this, we're finishing this league on top. Because I can't see him coming in and us doing what we did at Liverpool, doing what it is that we did at Southampton, doing what it is that we did at um, West, Ham. West Ham. Do you know, Sam? Because there's this new... Engine now, right in the centre. And yes, we could have done without um, Party. We could have done without um, Jesus or uh, Saliba because that, for me, would have changed that um, dynamism and ferocity in that, that midfield area. And I've always thought that we've lacked that across the years. Always. But anyway, 100%, we flopped it. And I will entertain anybody saying that we bottled it because we did. We had it in our own hands and we were stupid. We were overconfident. 100%. They were reading all of the articles and the pundits saying this, that, and next. They got, they sipped on their own juices and they got knocked out. It's their fault. It's our fault. Full stop. So that's why I said, I am, I'm laughing at United fans not saying, hey. not because they called it from the beginning and we just did what we were supposed to. We basically did this. But 
we deserve it. We deserve the... <laughs> you know what? We do deserve it, to be fair. Cool, cool, cool. We do deserve but it. But to tell me, me watching football for the majority of my years since I came to this country when I was six, me playing football and knowing how football works and certain players in certain positions, and if it is we just got this in, if we got the Modric, do you mm. understand how it would have changed completely? Arteta would have got him cooking, 100%. In that particular um, lineup, 100%. So I know Arteta is vexed. He's vexed with them boys. And certain boys he's even more vexed with. And he, he wouldn't pet. He'd be like, all right, don't worry. Come transfer window. I'm adjusting this particular thing so that it's not a thing that I, con I can't control anymore. He wants complete control of every single aspect of it. And you can see that in him. He's a nasty character. He's a great orator. Great, great, great. I don't great. think he's nasty enough though. No, no, oh, I 100% believe he is. 100%. If it is, he's able to just say, Ozil, get out. Um, Aubameyang, get out. Nah. I believe that he is. It's, it's, he's great at basically coming in front of the world and showing us that he's not nasty enough. 100% I believe he's nasty enough. I think he even taught Pep some nastiness. Maybe. That's just me and me. But come, come transfer window, Margs, I've seen too much from Arteta. I've seen too much of the shame that he, he's feeling the shame because he wanted to basically oust his um, professor. He wanted to, but he couldn't because his players let him down based on stupidity. So next time around, I'm not even letting you guys have the option to do that. I'm not, I'm not putting it in your particular um, um, arena. You, you're not going to basically control my, my happiness because that's what they'd be doing. Them nonsense things that Ramsey basically giving the ball to that player. What for? Because you want to kick, 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 kick. Sorry. Next time around, I am making the adjustments. Come transfer window. I am bolstering in such a way where... I'll, I'll show you what it is I did, but this is 2.0. Uh, this is 2.0. I hear you though, Brent, but remember, it's not just Arteta, is it? It's Edu, it's the board. Like, when it comes to Arsenal transfers, I'm not getting my hopes up until I see that player sign a contract. Who did you see us going after? That, that we didn't get? Yes. Felix, Mudrik, Casado. Those are the ones that were 30. And, right? and, and we're in conversations... With rice right now, right? Yeah. Right. I still don't rate that motherfucker. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> can you see what and even the, the players that he was looking for right back, yeah. the center mid and whatnot. Yeah. When you see the DNA, the markup, the blueprint of these players, mm. you can see what he's looking to do. Yeah, do you no, understand? No, I can see he what he wants no weaknesses in I any can see aspect of that particular thing. Plus on the bench. I can see what he's looking to do, but will he get it over the line as well? 100%. What if he's not able to get the first one, he's going to get one. That will... Yeah, but him. why is it always second choice players? Um, Yusuf, we were looking to get Modric and we got Trossard. Trossard's yeah. been a, a flipping steal. No, we, we were looking to get um, the, the left-back, no, no, centre-back um, United player. Yeah. And we got this again. Again, a steal. We were looking to get Vlahovic and we got Jesus instead. Now, I want Vlahovic this summer. Yeah, he's only a striker. He's only a left-back. No, what? You're saying, oh, Arteta's going to get the plays he wants, 100%. right? 100%. That's what I'm saying, but the plays he wants are his first-choice plays. For example, yes, Trossard's been a steal, but he would have preferred Mudrik, right? With, with first-choices, I believe that they all they have a, an option pool. Yeah, I don't well, think it's just that or nothing else. Yeah, no, it's an option pool, but let's that's, that's, that's not be you know egregious about it. There's an option pool, but you, your first choice is your preferred option of yeah. the pool, right? So if you get your second choice, he might be, he might be good, but it's not who you wanted initially, right? But what, what are we arguing here? Because this is, this is life. The point, I mean, the point I'm making is, I feel like you're saying that next season, Arteta is going to 100% get the players he wants. I'm saying he may not. For example... No, wait. maybe you got me wrong. He's going to get the players we need in order to basically be better than we were this year. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I, Whoever I've, that is. 
Are you, are, you, are you talking about whoever that is? I don't know who oh. that's going to be. So I've just seen the temperament of... I thought you were talking specifically to Rice, Casado, the players we've no, been linked I'm, with. I'm, as I'm opposed saying, to just anyone I believe is right. Look at the players right. that we are going for. Yeah. Look at the, the, the calibre and the quality of the players that we're going for. Yeah. And have that in your mind as to what he thinks that we're missing. That's what I'm saying. Okay, cool. I, I hear you. I hear you, but... You could, you could want a player, the player comes and doesn't doesn't really perform. So I'm I'm not... I get what you're saying, but to me, that's not the be on end all. I feel like something about this club's ethos and mentality needs, needs to change. But I think the players need to be more cutthroat. They need to be more ruthless. They need to. I feel like Arsenal players are too nice. There's this nice culture about Arsenal which annoys me. We need to be nasty. We need to be nasty, bruv. Do you, do you feel as though them losing the season is a good thing then? Because maybe next year they can be that cutthroat. Maybe not, because I feel like it's a young team, innit? This, this could damage their morale and confidence or it could spur them on. Right, it could do. It could do either or, and mm. I fear a little bit that do they have the fight to 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 gather themselves up again this after this defeat? Was your moment and this go through it again? He's what was he done? Eighth, eighth, fifth, fifth, and then whatever. This ain't like you've up been building and plugging away and plugging away, and everything's leading towards this. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? This came out of nowhere. Yeah, this was your opportunity. It's like a thief. Like you're smashing grab. You got to take it now. You ain't never gonna see this money. Ever again, you know, like you walk into the room, you see all that money on the table. I've got to take this now. I ain't never gonna see this money ever again. It's that kind of situation. I, I, no, no, but Arsenal, Arsenal can, Arsenal can take this experience, yeah, and you can, we can build on it yeah. for sure. But what I'm saying is, there's a still a percentage of me which fears mm. this might have a negative effect. But I'm hoping it doesn't. I'm hoping they take this experience, the players learn from it. He adds, okay, he adds to the squad. And they, to what end? Where do you see us finishing next season? No, negative effect as in not challenging for the title. Forget about title. But still finishing top four, yes. What we are basically just ignoring is yeah. Man City in this particular yeah, yeah, yeah. Man City is always going to be Man City every single year unless it is that they basically get capped somehow. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. If they do the investigation and they say, all right, cool, you guys have been moving mad, something's happened, they're always going to be that preferred um, um, uh, title winner. Yeah. Always. Mm. And we keep forgetting that. Yeah. When they're talking about um, this is the only chance for Arsenal, it's the only chance for any other team. Any other team, just input that there. City's still going to be City. Do you understand? So where I have a problem with understanding is how can you see us playing like this and think we're now going to drop to fifth? If we, Do you think we are going to have a, um, uh, a lesser level of uh, familiarity with how we play in the standings? No, I that's going think... to drop. Just, just because I can, I can understand you saying, because look at Liverpool, they removed some of their big players and introduced some new ones, but they needed time to bed in. And they started cooking at the end of the season, right? So I can see them pushing on, 100%. But what a, who, who are we removing to basically look to replace big time? No, I was just going to realise that, like, you're just going to realise that playing a centre-back at right-back is not, is not it. You're going to realise that Zinchenko is not who you think he is. You're going to realise that you need some other options off the bench, wingers and that. You realise you've got a striker that's not a striker. You need another striker. You're going to realise, like, you're not going to play at this level. Like, you're playing above and beyond, out of your skin. You are going to go back to what you are right. supposed to be. Did we want to start with Ben White at right back? No. So, that is, by your own admission, that's not what is our preferred thing is, yes? Mm. Um, Tamiyasu, was he injured for the entire season? Yeah, cool. Yeah. So it, it's something that had to happen, right? And we wanted to basically facilitate Saliba coming back because we were seeing him cooking over there in, in France, 100%. And it worked, yes? Yeah. So don't say that whatever he did didn't work. It flipping worked, right? But 
the rumours during the first transfer window, no, second, you saw us looking at right backs. You saw us looking at right backs. So when you mention we are going to find out that you shouldn't be playing a, a centre-back as a right-back. Yeah, Where's this coming yeah, from? Yeah, that I didn't get because Ben White's been one of the best right-backs in the league. Yeah, he has. Yeah, but it's not like, it's not, it's not, it's, it's like it's, it's a stopgap. It's not, he's yeah, but, not, yeah, but that's what I was, that's, he's been one of the best right-backs in the league. He's not going to be, he's not, he's not knocking on the door to play right-back for England. Like, he never will. So it's not, it's not that a... That doesn't matter. No, I'm saying it's a placeholder. It's a placeholder. He needs to be playing, he needs to get back into centre-back yeah, and play his yeah, position. Maybe him and Saliba need to work on it. Oh, I don't know. What, I don't know, but... You've seen Saliba and Gabriel wavy all season and we're yeah. now going to disrupt that? Because of you? Yeah, I've got, we got a time in it as well. Yeah, I'm what you're saying will make no sense. Let's wrap it up. All Let's right. wrap it up. It's <laughs> <laughs> making no sense. There's other stuff that we need to talk about quickly. Um, because there was a big night of um boxing. Did you not watch the boxing? I didn't, you know. No, I saw some highlights. You didn't watch the boxing? I actually, are you talking about the girls or the boys? Every, all of it. I actually saw two rounds of the girls. Is it? Mm. Yeah, I was looking for the highlights, but I couldn't find anything. What did you think of it? It's just not my thing. Like, I don't understand how anyone goes to that intentionally and you wanted to get a box in the face. Yeah, it's not my thing. You've got problems and they're arguing and things. I said they got problems and they're arguing and things, so you just go and have it out, isn't it? Like, no, just, I'm not. I'm not for violence, though. Anyway. All right. Cool. Well, um, Deji beat beat swarms in the un- swarms 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 swarms. Deji beat swarms in a unanimous decision. Mm. Apparently, because he's been training and working out, you get me done a body transformation. Um, I didn't see the fight. I didn't see the fight at all, but apparently uh-huh. all that stuff that he was doing on the pads didn't translate. <laughs> <laughs> no, but to, to be fair to him, so yeah, he was looking good, man. Like he's changed, mm. lost all the excess weight. He had a lot of speed as well. He was missing with the, with the counters, but like the speed and a, a couple of occasions where he did um, hit Deji, he kind of hurt Deji. Okay. Kind of st- stopped him and made Deji like have to think twice. So he, he didn't do that bad a job, but Obviously, Deji was always going to win it, man. Okay. Much more experience. Big up Deji with the W. And then, obviously, Peiji Keiki beat Tennessee in a controversial unanimous decision. Yeah, man. I've seen people saying she got robbed. Yeah. Did she get robbed? Yeah. Yeah. I swear. Yeah. I watched two rounds. Two whole rounds. But I'm hearing Peiji was rocking her, though. No, I feel like what I tuned into, I thought Tennessee had her. Because Tennessee's face looked clean. Peggy's yeah. face was yeah, hanging by a thread. Had, had the bleeding nose. Is yeah, it? Yeah, that was a bleeding, yeah. She was she rough. What's her nose in <laughs> No way. She was rough. But she was a different type of mixture. Which one? That Brazilian dude. Oh, Peggy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, they did well, though. They did, they did really well. Tennessee's such a beautiful girl. I was so like, why are you doing this? I don't know who these people are. Well, I know who Paige Cakey is, but I've seen this. Oh, yeah. I'm not, I think they had an I've argument seen the Tennessee online. girl going around. Because I think yeah. if Tennessee Just... won, Tennessee was talking about how Paige has to deactivate her socials and like that. Mm. Obviously, Tennessee didn't. So, um, but yeah, it was good. It was a good fight. They did what they needed to do. Innit? Big up the girls, man. Big up the girls. And shout out to Paige Cakey with a win, man. Started for East London, East Side. Mm. Gang, gang, gang. And then um, finally, um, KSI won his fight by a knockout. But it looked um, like he used. Legal means, yeah, man. You get me. I don't know. I don't know. Um, 
I don't know where this fight's ranked or whatever, or how it, I don't know what authorities are involved in it, but if someone should look at that and maybe change the decision. Mm. <laughs> don't they have VAR in boxing? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, VAR. I don't know. Mm-mm. VAR's got to get involved in this one and look at that. I don't know if they've got to run it back. That was terrible. That yeah, was yeah. brazy. Yeah, crazy. Like, brazy. Like, like what? Nah, flying forearm going out of there. You get what I'm saying? Madness. Terrible. So, I'm not going to... Um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna diss you, but I'm not gonna big you up for your win either because, yeah, yeah that wasn't right. That needs to be looked at. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, for real. There's no VAR. The ref clearly yeah. missed it. Yeah, yeah. Flying yeah, elbow. Right. It was a good elbow though. Yeah, it was. It though. It was a good elbow. It was <laughs> <good>. <laughs> connected well. <laughs> <laughs> Got the hell out of there, boy. So yeah, KSI done that one, and then um. Is that fight been announced? The Cody versus um, Billum Smith. Yeah, May the twenty fifth, May the twenty seventh. All right, cool. So we'll have to keep an eye for that one, and then that's all we got. Did M- you watch M- um, Game M- Seven? M- um, I watched the first half, and it was like it was tired, like fifty five, fifty five, something, something, something. Like that. When I when I went out, my cousin told me that Tatum just turned into the Incredible Hulk and. Tatum, yeah. Fiddy got blown up. Tatum just, I think he put up a 50 piece yesterday. Yeah, 51. Tatum just started corking. Yeah. Just started corking. And I was looking at him yesterday. I'm thinking he's top, I think he's top six in the league. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that can be just for you. I think, he's, I think he's top six. I think he's cold. He just started going off. Yeah, MB talking about me and Harden can't do it by ourselves. We need other people to play good as well. Harden's done, man. He just wants to go. Houston and buy wings in the strip club. Magic City. Yeah. A little baby. And buy a Birkin bag for a little baby. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah. what he wants to do. Like, he yeah. don't care about nothing. Yeah. So that's good. Is um, is it game one of Nuggets Lakers tonight? I think so. I think so. Um, Yeah. But interesting little tidbit. Um, These four teams are the same four teams in the conference finals on the... From the bubble. From the, from the bubble. Mm. Yeah. Um, So yeah, for those who don't know, Western Conference Finals, Nuggets versus Lakers, and Eastern Conference Finals, Miami Heat versus Boston Celtics. It's come down to the final four now. It's going to be a Celtics Lakers final. Interesting. I'm obviously my 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 heart's with the Lakers. I think Lakers beat whoever they come across in the finals. It's whether or not they can beat they can beat uh, Denver for me. Yeah, I see the Lakers beating Boston and, and Miami, but can they beat the Nuggets over seven games? I was trying to find. Their results for this season, but I couldn't. I couldn't find for some reason. Man, Boston are a good team, man, and I think Tatum's coming into his own. You see, like these playoffs, this is where people stand up and be counted and stars be made. Yeah, yeah. And I look, I'm looking at him yesterday, and I'm thinking, he might, he might take that step. He didn't do it last season. Yeah, I know, but it's not, I'm saying this year, no, I'm saying he might take that step mm. this year. He's been getting better about every every year. He's been making improvements and mm. whatever. You know what I'm trying to say? Like they've been, he's bringing them to the conference finals two years in a row now. Maybe it's, or it's, it's you know three what? years in a row. I don't know, but. This I'm saying like this could be their defense and that is good enough to to, to withstand any punches that Denver yeah. or Lakers can yeah. give them. You know what I'm trying to say? That it's whether they can, it's whether, it's whether they can turn up, whether they can go away or not. You get me? He's got a, he's got a crew with him. He's yeah. got smart. He's a dog. Brand's yeah. cold as well. Yeah. You get me? I just it could, it could. I don't know. The thing is, this might be this might be me talking from the heart too much here, but I reckon if Lakers get to the finals, LeBron's doing everything he can to to win that chip because. Mm. He knows he's, his days are numbered. 
So any opportunity you get to get a ring, you got to grab it with all fans. I think he's going to show up if he gets to the finals. And I think LeBron lets Boston or Miami beat him. This is... Oh, Miami won't beat him. Miami won't beat, Miami won't yeah, beat Boston. This, this, this might be LeBron's last chance at a ring. It's the same thing you're talking about with the Arsenal thing. You think that was Arsenal smash and grab. Mm. I think in terms of LeBron's twilight years, this is his smash and grab. If you think about the season they had from the beginning, they started the season 10 and 2. They it's had all, been terrible. They it's had been all, bad. Yeah. It's been terrible. It's been terrible it's been all bad. season. It's only literally just the, yeah. um, the trade deadline. Yeah. It's yeah. literally just a trade yeah. deadline that changed everything. Yeah, so it's like you're here now. You need to listen. I don't want to hear about nothing about your age, any ailments, anything. You need to channel 2015, whatever year it was, and just go out there and go crazy. Put your body on the line. Even if it means whatever. Maybe you're out for the first part of the next season. Put your body on the line and win that ring. Mm. Because Tatum and them lot have time in it. You ain't got time. Time ain't on your hands because man, Tatum's got years to win rings. This is your last opportunity to win a ring. Do it now. Yeah. Do it now. Well, we'll keep we'll look at, we'll keep an eye yeah, on that yeah. one. It's gonna um, Yusuf's gonna have to do that, boy, because that's them West Coast games. I can't I can't catch it. Why do you, we, we we live in the same country? Huh? We live in the same country. Yeah, but <laughs> what do you think? I, I can catch it. You can catch it, man. You'll do it, man. Three thirty starts and that. Three thirty tip offs and that. You think that you think, you think that's that's my story? Hey, my story. <laughs> that's not my story, bro. I'll be catching the highlights of them yeah, games. I watch a three thirty tip off, and I got to be up at six. That's crazy. Nah, it's I'll just be, not possible. I'll be catching the highlights of all games, man. Unless there's games on the weekends. All right, cool. Well, that being said, let's get into that out here. Um, I was just laughing at it actually because. Basically, a Starbucks employee has been fired, yeah? A transgender Starbucks employee has been fired, yeah? For causing beef in the shop. But I saw the video going around from before, and I saw the kind of, like, response that it got from people, the kind of, like, outrage and thing, yeah? And it just made me laugh. You know what I'm trying to say? But <laughs> it's mad because I watched the video in, um, in, um, in silent, mm. like, without no noise. And you still get the the gist of what's going on. You get what I'm trying to say? So basically, I've just witnessed like some real life entitlement. You get me? Like, and this person there yeah, was going crazy. Apparently, they got misgendered. Yeah. So they work for Starbucks. Yeah. And then there's a, a woman that's gone in there and I think misgendered, misgendered um, the person. Yeah. So then they've gone crazy in it. So then they're saying, like, like come out my shop. Basically, yeah. you get me. Like you're an idiot. Mm. Come out of my shop. You're transphobic. Yeah. Get the fuck out of my shop. You yeah. Get me. Is this person the shop owner or just a person who works there? She just works there. Oh. <laughs> just a worker. Just a worker. Just a worker. Oh yeah, yeah. She, she's a trans woman, isn't it? There you go. That's what I'm guessing. I'm guessing that's her pronouns, isn't it? There you go. So she's like, yeah. Mm. Get the fuck out of my shop. Mm. <laughs> But you need to see the hand movements in yeah. the face. No, I see it. I see it on the screen. You see it? Is it playing? He played it before. Hey, she's going, get out. But yeah, I was laughing, yeah, because it's like, you know what, yeah, obviously, like, I understand, like, you're upset, you're whatever, whatever, yeah. But I'm saying in all of this stuff, like, messages and stuff just get lost. You get what I'm trying to say? Like, you're saying, like, this person's transphobic, you're doing all this stuff, yeah. You're shouting in her face, yeah, calling her Karen. I'm guessing her name's not Karen. Like, you get what I mean? Mm. You know what that is. And that mm -hmm. speaks to, like, the, um, that comes from like American, that isn't it? Like mm -hmm. the middle-aged white women doing their things. We're calling them Karens, isn't it? A lot, um, a lot of people. I'm not sure. I can't remember what community it is yet, yeah, but 
is it the feminists maybe? I'm not sure, but there's people that's really don't like um, the term Karen. You know what I'm trying to say? Like they say it's a misogynistic term. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? They say it's a misogynistic term. So it's like you don't care about you. I don't understand. So like I said, it's just entitlement. Like you're saying someone's being um, transphobic and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Like, but and then you're but you're openly being misogynistic. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? That like, you're openly being misogynistic. It's like it's one rule for you, another rule for everybody else. This kind of entitlement is crazy. Mm -hmm. And then Donnie saw that someone was filming them, yeah, and just ran over and just boxed the phone at them. <laughs> I don't know if it is calling people Karen and misogynistic. That's what they think it is. That's what they're saying. What's they? Feminists. Feminists. Is that official, right? They have, uh, they have uh, to make uh, a disclaimer. I don't, I don't know if that's true. Misogynistic. I don't know if that's true. I think it's, it's normally given to like a woman who's jobs worth obtuse, <laughs> racist, bigot. Karen is Karen. a derisive in the derisive insult imported from the US, taking aim at white middle-aged women. Feminists have criticized it as a misogynistic term. It's not misogynistic. It's the, it'd be the white feminists that said it that, but it's not. I don't think that's what it is. I'm telling you how they see it. No, I'm not saying you said, I'm saying the white feminists are trying shit because the whole thing about Karen is comes from racism. When they see someone on a black land and they feel like you, you're too, you're too black to live there, mm. then they start calling well, the police. police and be like, "Oh, someone's he's standing outside." Da, da, da. Yeah. This time it could be your property. That's where Karen came from. Yeah, but that's how they feel, though. Yeah, yeah but no one really seems to white feminist. Everybody's weaponizing their tears in this thing. So what? So 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 I don't understand. So someone should care about the um, should be about the the feelings of the trans person, but not care about the feelings of the middle aged white woman. Yes. No, no, that's. So let's just get back to your focus. Yeah. What was what was your focus? Yeah, I think so. Too, yeah. <laughs> Who was getting to that? Huh? If she's being racist or being whatever, and she's yeah. being called Karen, and she wants to cry They're about cry it. all the time. Well, but you're being racist, though. So. She wasn't being racist. No, I'm talking about in the Karen, Karen example. As in, if someone is being racist, and I'm calling you a Karen, and you say, oh, you're being misogynist, but you're being racist, so where, where, where'd you go from here? Yeah, that's if someone's being racist. But what if someone's just being called Karen for no reason? Then that's different then. You're, you're calling me Karen for no reason. That's different then. And this is what we're talking about in this scenario I don't know if there's ever, if, if ever no reason. Yeah, but uh -huh. what's, 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 what's the claim here? What do you mean? She's telling her to get out of the shop. Why? Because she, she mis I think she misgendered uh, him. Her? Yeah. Said it's a man. Why is she ordering a cup of tea? I don't know. <laughs> Why is she focused on the coffee? Wait there, can I play this one a second? Let me see if I've got sound in there. Let me see if I can see what happens because at the end of the you day, you want to hear the bass? Is he go, is he going? Is she what? Going brazy? Oh, why is this, I hate ads, man. What is I hate ads right there? This, let me stop this until it plays. Sorry, people, one second because I really need to hear. I, I want to know what happened. What she walked in and said to her, "You're not a woman." I don't know. You know what I'm trying to say? Like what? I'm trying to think, what's the justification for calling her a Karen in that moment? Like, what did she do? Probably taking all the order and went, hurry up, man! Or something. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Let's see if we can catch any of this in the... Um... So the sound this whole time.
<laughs> but there's a part missed, there's a part cut out though, man. But the, the very beginning part. What she actually said? I think she just might have just said, "Oh, um, yeah, because some he." She said that you called me a man. Oh, that was it. So mm. that's the part we missed. That's the thing, though. That other woman, that other lady, called that guy the security guard a black guy. Yeah. But what was the vim in which she called him a black guy? Yeah. So. So do you think they was um, within their rights to act like this, to be hella aggressive and that? Hetero aggressive? What's that? Hella aggressive. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> hmm? What's <a> hetero aggressive? <laughs> no, nah, because they're, they're being hella aggressive. And essentially, regardless of what they want to identify as or however they want to claim or whatever, yeah, that's like a man doing that to a woman. So they've got another... That's a woman doing to a woman, isn't it? Pardon? It's a woman doing to a woman. Actually. Well, it's a trans woman doing it to a woman. Yeah. And a trans woman is a biological man, in it? So that's what I'm saying. Again, all this stuff, I'm just trying to protect you, all women. If you don't care, then it's fine. It's cool. But this, it's, it's, it's easy. I'm easy. I'm cool. I don't even know who's done it here for that then. Yeah. Maybe Karen's done it here. Yeah. Just to say safe. <laughs> just to say safe. <laughs> safe. Karen, you're done it here. There you go. Let's get into our actual. <laughs> Right, like the video, thank you very much. Subscribe to the channel. If you have dilemmas to send, you can also send those through. The number is 0756484107073. And also follow us on our social media platforms the day after TNB. And yeah, if you want to inquire about the show, feature on the show, the email address is the day after at the new We'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace.